What's up, guys? We're back here to discuss another episode of Attack on Titan. This is Attack to Talk. Today we'll be focusing on Season 3, Episode 3. That episode being Old Story. This will be Part 1 of our episode discussion. Joining me is... Hello, I am Lexi. That is Lexi. <laughs> I am AJ. And uh, also joining us is Kyron. Um, Kyron, please let chat. us know, man. Let us know how, you, how you've been doing. How's the week? How's the weekend? We'd love to go ahead and find out how, how all that's been. Hope you're doing well. And thank you for joining us. Um, so, Lexi, please tell me, how have you been? Uh, how was your week? Pretty good. I dog sat again this weekend. Yes. Little staycation. Nice. And uh, the week was pretty average. Had a pretty busy weekend between beach volleyball games, men's yeah. volleyball games, dog sitting, and I got a new tattoo. Did you? <laughs> All right. Very cool. What, so do you want to explain what the tattoo is? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I got a tattoo of... Um, so I've had this rabbit that I got from the swap meet when I was really young. I want to say I was like nine years yeah. old. Yeah, really um, little. And like obviously a swap meet rabbit. Like now that I know like those are just breeders and everything. And you know, yeah. you really shouldn't be buying from them. But obviously save the rabbits and all that. Um, but... Um, got him, I think, before like rabbits are even allowed to be sold. Like yeah. they're not even supposed to be away from their mother for the first like four months or something like that. And he was like a baby. Yeah, wasn't um, it like? I could be wrong, but wasn't it like literally weeks? Yeah, I want to say he was like at most absolute oldest was maybe two months. Yeah, but I think he was probably about a month old because he was fitting like he was like palm size mm -hmm. of my nine year old hand. So he was really small. Um, and, uh, had him for 13 years until he died pretty recently. Um, and maybe he was a Titan, you know, maybe his 13 years <laughs> were up now that I think there about it. Maybe he was, a, he, he was my little beast Titan. Yeah. What we've been talking about before. Um, but yeah, we talked about the rabbit before cause he yeah. used to be uh, in the corner of this podcast until we moved him to a different room and then eventually he passed away of, of old age. Um, so I got a tattoo of a black rabbit that kind of resembles him. He was a Netherland dwarf rabbit, which is a black rabbit. And um, I don't know how I'm going to be able to show this. But if you guys can see that, that is obviously a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Some fresh ink right there. Yeah. I still got the, the second skin on it. Yeah. yeah. Adhesive. Yeah. There he is. There he is. Um, I didn't. I didn't really care if it looked exactly like him, just something that resembles. But uh, also black rabbits are just pretty cool. Yeah. So. But it's cool little tribute tat. Awesome. For my All rabbit. Right. His name was Tumbles, if you guys are curious. But yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That was All my right. eventful. I had a very eventful weekend. Nice. Very cool. Well, Kyron says the week's been fine. And thank you for asking. All right. Hey, Sun God. Hello, What's up, Battle man? Sun God. Welcome back. Oh, I'm so happy to see you Hell return. Yeah. Cool. I love it, man. Sun God, hope you've been well too, man. Hope the week's been good and the weekend's uh, treating you right. Uh, how was your week and your weekend, AJ? Uh, yeah, another solid week of work, you know, when it comes to during the week, it's just kind of, I like it, uh, be a little, you know, a little slower week and, uh, just when it comes to work, work hard. And then when I get home, just relax, focus yeah. on, you know, just kind of getting, you know, the podcast prep stuff going, watch some anime, just kind of wind down and just relax. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, uh, weekend was good. Actually yesterday I went to a little party. It's one of my friend's okay. birthdays. And, um, you know, watch the UFC fights for anybody who's a, you know, MMA fan. Uh, watch the fights. 
Um, the fights were really good. The main event was very quick. Wasn't expecting mm. that, but um, but yeah. And then just being around just friends, good company. You know, it was yeah, it was it was really really uh, fun. It was nice to go ahead and see some friends and uh, yeah. you know just kind of get out there, socialize and A stuff. A good little and, change of pace. Yeah, yeah. Because you I mean. For for me personally, I'm I'm I am like very much like a homebody type person. Like mm -hmm. I love just kind of being in the comfort of my own home and stuff. You know, like I said, I just for me, I love when it comes to weekends. Just you know, especially a Friday night. Like I love just the feeling of like, all right, cool. Like I get to go ahead and sleep in, but also like I get to just chill tonight. Go ahead and just like chill and like just watch anime and you know like just relax. <laughs> like and stuff. recharge. Yeah, and um, but it was nice. To go out and just have fun with my friends and uh and yeah so it was a good weekend it's been a good week so yeah thank you guys for uh thank you for asking yeah of course Appreciate of course <laughs> all right um yeah big episode for lexi today yeah huge episode <laughs> um this is gonna be uh as this episode's name is old story and we're gonna go ahead and talk about an origin of a character, and that character being Historia. Yeah. Maybe called Old Story, but we're gonna talk about Young Historia. Yeah. Ha 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 the laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Lexi's got herself, uh, yeah, some voices to do. We all know how much she loves doing Historia's voice. Oh my and gosh, then, uh, yeah, that's just not in my range. Yeah. Now, but we'll see, we'll see. But this is going to be a very important episode. Again, um, we've talked about it already with the many episodes we've done for season three, where it's like, man, we're getting so much information. We're getting so much kind of set up and everything, right? We're building up to something, right? Yeah. We know that this is like the government arc, right? Yeah. Where it's like, okay, what, what the hell's going on here? A lot of information, a lot of like, oh, all this stuff is happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Learning about all the behind the scenes stuff. We've been introduced to like some very sketchy characters that are kind of working again you know they're working in the shadows here right and then one of those characters being rod rice and we're gonna go ahead and famili familiarize ourselves a little bit more with rod rice as well and uh yeah so big big episode when it comes to like really finding out what this guy rod rice is really about right and um and yeah Again, we're just getting more, more information. We're going to go ahead and get some uh, some insight as to uh, what the hell that conversation was that we keep getting reference to about um, Aaron overhearing that conversation with Ymir and Berthold, mm -hmm. right? And then uh, something we've also discussed was Aaron, or was, excuse me, was Irvin's <clears throat> big gamble. Yeah. Right? So we're going to go ahead and get more information on all that. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a big episode, guys. A lot of information again. But um, before we get into all that, Lexi, do you want to go ahead and start getting into uh, the poll or the yeah, question? Let's go ahead and get into that. We got let's some. Go we got friends, a, uh, a good amount of responses uh, in the poll and Q and A. So since I already have the Q and A up, let's go ahead and just talk about the Q and A first. Awesome. So last week we asked you guys, uh, Demo Reeves' final act was helping the scouts. Mm. Is this enough redemption in your eyes, despite all the selfish, slimy things he's done? Okay, yeah. I mean, let's kind of go ahead and... and let's list off all the slimy things. <laughs> let's let's talk about it, you know? Before we go ahead and get some of the feedback. Mm -hmm. I mean... Like our first... Like our introduction to the dude. Obviously, that's like the big... When you think of Demo Reeves, you think about what he... I don't want to say like the impact that he really had mm -hmm. was the fact that like we know him as the guy who really tried to hold up you know yeah everybody the dude that was like trying to go blocking ahead and escape people's survival right? with his merchandise and this is the first titan breach mm -hmm. right this is over in uh wall maria yeah and uh specifically that shiganshina district right mm -hmm. and 
Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things again where you have somebody who obviously we, we refer to him as like a selfish person because he's this merchant, right? All he cares about really is just, you know, profit and, and yeah. his business really succeeding. You get a really good look into his his priorities and his yeah. morality with him favoring his merchandise over these people's lives. Like there's children in in this group and he's just like, no, we got to put my, we got to put my merch first. Yeah. And then I think really what it is, it's just uh, in terms of like the different slimy stuff that we've seen from him. I mean, I don't think we've seen a whole lot of stuff, but we know that he is a person who will do whatever it takes to ensure one, his safety and also, you know, his exactly his business mm. succeeding and, and surviving and all that right but another thing that's important too is that we know that he is not a good father at all no. <laughs> as a matter Plus of fact label. he has so much like what's the word i'm thinking of like disdain or like like i don't want to say hatred for flagel but like there's like it's, this disgust for him as like yeah. as like a son and and you know obviously there's disappointment but you know he thinks he's stupid mm-hmm. you know and pretty much thinks he's worthless and he's not going to contribute to much you know and i He's trying to bring him along. You know, I get it. Maybe, you know. Teach him the ways of the world or whatever. Like, Flagel's not doesn't really seem like he's built for that life. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean. But at least he's Demo, eating well. Oh, definitely. They both are. <laughs> but, yeah, with Demo, I mean, we, we could just see that he's not the most trustworthy person. But he's also, you know, just in terms of, like, again, morally... He has his own priorities, like you said, mm-hmm. right? And those being, you know, his safety and, and really Self. his, <laughs> you know, the the Reeves company. Yeah. So he'll do what he has said, to do. He doesn't really care about the morality sake as long as it benefits him and his his life and his merch. Then he'll yeah. do it. So with that being said, I mean, again, we talked about last episode, you know, he helped the scouts, mm-hmm. you know, and the scouts, are again, they're. They're not supposed to be scouts, <laughs> you know. They literally, they, they, there's no scout activity that's supposed to be happening. And uh, yeah. specifically, you know, with Captain Levi and his squad, I mean, they're fugitives right now. Yeah. And so now you have Demo Reeves, who again, he's going along with it because you know he knows that he doesn't have a choice. But he helped out. Yeah. You know, we know that he played a part in capturing those two first interior officers. Um, two very slimy people and mm-hmm. uh and but demo helped right yes unfortunately that was his last real action that we saw and uh and then it wasn't you know unfortunately until kenny got his hands on him mm-hmm. you know we've said it before guys do not go out at night in no, trust especially no. when all this craziness is happening yeah not the best idea with a person who's nicknamed kenny the ripper yeah but especially because he had like essentially like backstab or went against Kenny pretty much help helping yeah. out the scouts and then him and Kenny had a deal and yeah. then he ended up helping the scouts instead and so and then he died yeah Kenny got him <laughs> yeah Kenny got him <laughs> Kenny got him you know killed him in cold blood right in, like in right in the streets you know like literally he's just like he's just there waiting for his son you know yeah. his son had to go ahead and take a piss real quick and then that's literally the the opportunity that you know, Kenny saw, and you got to think that Kenny was probably obviously keeping an eye on him. Mm-hmm. And then, because I mean, even we know that Kenny, I mean, he's a guy that he has eyes on his targets. Yeah. You know, we we even know that he was keeping a close eye on, on Levi. He's got a pretty, even if he's not there, he's still got a skilled group to, yeah. like, for like to recon and everything. And yeah. And, you know, yeah, he, yeah, he got him. So Dima Reeves died, but his last action was helping out the scouts. So again, the question is being, again, what, what is Alex that? 
Um, is uh, so is Demo Reeves' final act of helping yeah. the scouts enough redemption in the eyes of the viewers and the eyes of the voters? Okay. Uh, despite all the selfish, slimy things yeah. he's done. So this is opinion-based uh, question, just to see for us if this is enough for him to go to like, you know. Yeah. To, to be perceived as a good person. The word redemption again. That's also broad, but thankfully we have some very insightful. Yeah. Uh, viewers that so what are some, some of pretty our, cool responses. What do some more friends have to say? So, first of all, we have uh, Bobby7. Hello, right. Bobby. Um, he says, against my better judgment, yes, it is enough. And to answer a question from last week, uh, B. Dennis is Bobby. Yeah, B. Dennis. Yeah, B. Dennis 7 because and Bobby the confusion, the, the confusion was Captain Boggy. Because remember, Eddie had mentioned that, yeah, he, he, Eddie that Captain that Boggy Bobby was also was Bobby. Boggy. Yeah, but I think that um, with that response being that Captain Boggy is Captain Boggy and, <laughs> and Bobby, Bobby Seven is B Dennis. Yeah. So. Which which makes sense, which is what we, we thought. <laughs> Eddie, what's up, buddy? Hey, Eddie. I knew it. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, against so yeah against Bobby's better judgment, he thinks that Demo helping the scouts is enough. Okay. Very cool. So, and then next we have uh, Eddie, actually. He came in yeah, for the timing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what does Eddie have to say? Eddie says, yes, uh, pretty fair, but unfortunately he paid the price. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess at the end of the day, he did get what was coming for him, you know? Kenny did come after him and get get Demo and everything. But, um, yeah, in Eddie's eyes, this is uh, him helping out the scouts in this act is enough. Is enough. Is enough redemption. Yeah. But he still got what was coming to him. Yeah. Yeah. Still, you can't escape that sometimes. Uh, next up, we have uh, another consistent uh, answerer uh, is Pro Weather 13. Welcome back, Pro Weather right. 13. Thank Very you so cool. much for, right. for another response. Um, they say yes, especially consider considering he got killed over it. Yeah. Yeah, that's another whole factor over it. Where yeah. I obviously him helping out the scouts given it was kind of almost something that he was almost forced to do. Well, yeah. But he still he still did it knowing full and well that I'm betraying Kenny. It's probably going to kill me. Yeah. Well, but, again, let's kind of talk about very quickly the stipulation, right, of of why he helped. Mm -hmm. Obviously, again, he he was captured because, you know, the scouts are good at what they do, you yes. know, like, okay, you're not going to go ahead and just capture Aaron They're and Astoria, you know, just easy like that. I mean, yeah, they were captured, but it took a lot of effort, but Demo Reeves ended up getting captured, him and, uh, and his son Flagel, and then they were presented with the opportunity by, you know, Levi to go ahead and help them because mm -hmm. Levi was thinking that they knew where Aaron and Historia were going to be, more or less, you know, like, mm. even if it's not necessarily where the location is, they're going to have an idea or at least, you know, kind of a, a tip to go ahead and like, look, I maybe get information from this person or whatever the case is, you know? And um, and I think that's what ended up happening because they know that, I would imagine that Demo pretty much mentioned Sanez and Ralph, mm -hmm. right? So then now the plan being, all right, so now we have to capture those capture two those to go ahead and get more information, right? Yeah. But the stipulation being, what did Demo really want? Is that yeah. you mentioned he knew that because the plan didn't go according to plan, mm -hmm. that they're gonna go ahead and come after me. They're gonna kill me. They're mm -hmm. gonna go ahead and kill you know my my employee my you know all my employees, and they're gonna kill my stupid son too. Yeah. You know <laughs> my stupid son. But then I'm trying to remember exactly what it is that 
you know, he said he'd be willing to help, but I mean, he didn't really ask for like safety, right? Uh, no, I he think just, he just, I remember saying he didn't want his people in his city to starve. Yeah. I think that know? was, and he wants yeah, a company. I think that was his only request. Yeah. And he wants a company to li- to live on. Right. Yeah. It was just for his Which, company lineage. Spoiler to- alert. I mean, we know that it will because mm-hmm. of Flagle. He's going to have a glow up. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Flagle gets a glow up. But I'm, that's why I'm trying to remember. I mean, it, we, we refer to Demo as very selfish, but in terms of the stipulation, I don't think he necessarily was like, look, I don't think I'll only do this if you guys protect me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I think he was just like, all right, you know what? Just make sure that my company lives on and that, you know, the people of the city don't mm-hmm. starve, right? Which again, yeah. if that's, Which if I remember that correctly. Which selfless from Endemo standards. Yeah, like if that, if I'm remembering all that correctly, then yeah, I mean, here we go. This is where you start seeing that redemption, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a couple more responses. Yes, we okay, do. Okay, cool. Uh, we have another returner um, whose name I'm still not sure if I'm pronouncing correctly. Please correct me if I'm if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Um, Rena Nell ninety six fourteen. Okay. Uh, short and sweet. Uh, they say yes. Yeah, there we go. It's enough redemption. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, we have friend of the show Marco. All right. What does Marco have to say? Um, he says, "Was this the guy that was touching Armin? Because <laughs> if not, then." Yes. <laughs> that if it's not the dude that, that was yeah. <laughs> pawing at Armin, then yes, there was enough redemption. Um, but which means that Marco, you, Marco is implying that if this was the dude that is that is pawing, then that no was pawing at Armin, or, then no yeah. redemption. We can assure you, Marco, that Demo was not the same person that yeah, was that was not Demo. groping and fondling and, and, and lusting over the other dude Historia. Yeah. The other dude got what was uh what was coming to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that freaking perv for sure. Um but yeah, Demo was not that person, so I guess we can go ahead and say that Marco also agrees redemption mm-hmm. for Demo. Yeah. So, so uh, and that's all of them. So the consensus of all of uh, the answers are yeah. that yes, that okay. is enough redemption. Very, very cool. Um, so we have Sun God and we have Kyron who are joining us. I would love to hear from both of you if you guys think that this is enough redemption for Demo. Mm-hmm. Again, Demo's last actions were helping the scouts follow through with his plan and capturing Sonis and capturing Ralph, both members of the first interior, you know officers and we know that they were a part of some very very scummy like incidents or you know yeah they were taking out people who had any kind of idea of Mm -hmm. maybe the outside world maybe you know any kind of knowledge of of something that could curiosity yeah yeah that, that could make its way to the government maybe you know because that's what they're trying to do right so with Sonis, he's he's trying to rationalize everything by saying that i did everything for the king right mm-hmm. and um and for the protection of it but but yeah very cool so i got no worries um we just yeah, no worries at all bro we appreciate you just being here um oh, thanks, just for, here for, the thanks ride. for coming along for the ride though yeah we appreciate it very very cool um but but yeah, I mean, I think the consensus, though, is, again, the redemption is there. Because, again, he didn't have to go ahead and do this, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I don't know if the alternative would have just been like, all right, never mind, you don't want to help us, and Levi's just going to let him leave, you know? I don't think that would have been the case, but... Yeah. You know, but I want to ask you, Lex, in your eyes, is this enough redemption for Demo? Um, I think it is for the fact that, obviously, like, like all the things that we said, um, that he didn't really ask for selfish safety he asked for his company to have a good legacy and for everyone to be well fed which i think is pretty selfless by demo's uh morals 
And also that he knew that obviously he's betraying Kenny and that yeah. he would eventually, eventually he'd be killed by this. Even though he tells his son, like he tells Flagel, like sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to to survive for any benefit and stuff, which yes, you know, that is kind of survival in yeah. this, in the terms of, yeah. of attack on Titan. But it, I think it's the, the sole fact that, I mean, I think that's just what he told Flagel. I think, that he's also very aware that, like, I know that this is going to kill me and, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, so I I think that it's enough redemption. Yeah. I, I'm agreeing. I'm in agreement with everyone else. Very cool. You? you know, I wanted to play devil's advocate, but, you know, thinking back about really, as you mentioned, what the really the, the stipulations were, you know, like, look, just, you know, promise me this. Right. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't a lot to ask for. And, and again, he was asking for you know, pretty much he wants his legacy to live on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just the fact that he mentions about he doesn't want his people to starve, you know, I think that's admirable, of course, you know, coming from yeah. a person who you would think, you know, off of their previous actions that, you know, this person is not going to care about any of these people, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, when I have to agree. <laughs> I have to agree with everybody. I mean, like, again, he really didn't have a choice. But, I mean, the fact that the plan worked, they were able to go ahead and get information. And uh, and now continue going forward and trying to find Aaron and Astoria. You know, it was a success. You know, it wasn't like, unfortunately for Demo that, you know, he helped and the actions were for nothing. Right? He yeah. just died for nothing. No. You know? He um, helped with the, the scout's plan. Yeah. And, I mean, the truth of the matter is, like, I, I think you mentioned it, too. I mean, he kind of more or less knew that survival wasn't really going to be in his cards. Because yeah. how are you going to be able to go ahead and avoid somebody who literally is known as a, as like as a, a legend? A you know, like, killer. like, this is a person that prides himself on being good at killing military police officers, right? Mm. And now, this Kenny the Ripper character has turned his attention to, I mean... The scouts and, and and pretty much anybody who's anti-government and it's yeah. so weird when you have like this Kenny the Ripper who was known for killing officers now helping you know yeah. this government yeah you know it, it's it's very very strange interesting but, <laughs> yeah and again we're gonna go ahead and dive more into the origin of how you know maybe this came to be why Kenny is helping out. You know the government. The lore, um, the lore. You know we're gonna go way back and we're gonna go ahead and learn some some stuff, some important details. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for everybody that responded to the question. We really appreciate your guys' responses. As we mentioned before many times, like your guys' feedback is very much needed and appreciated mm -hmm. because the insight that we get from you guys, is, it's you know we love it. We we love learning more about Attack on Titan, and uh, you know we get so many awesome responses where it really opens up our minds to new kind of pers you know perspectives and all that and it's awesome stuff so thank that we you all. wouldn't have ever thought of yeah so thank you all so much again for everybody that responded we really appreciate you guys mm -hmm. uh, we thank hope that you guys, guys continue uh, responding to the questions going forward so I mean, we always look forward to the responses yeah of course um very very cool all right lex we got a poll to go ahead and talk about yes. right the next one is the poll and again guys this is all posted on our instagram at attack the talk podcast yeah. um so if you guys want to go ahead and chime in we would we totally love, again, just as we mentioned, we love all your guys' insight, all of your guys' response, even as simple as um, the yes, yeah, just yes that we got. <laughs> you know, because I'm, sometimes it is as simple as that because it's yeah. a question like, does this person deserve redemption? 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, all right, yeah. cool. Like, sometimes I'm glad we're is. in a consensus. Like, that's sometimes, you know, just knowing, knowing that that's, you know, your opinion and knowing what you know, you know, that's all you have to really do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, next, I'm going to read the poll. Uh, so, last week we asked you guys uh, worst murder MP gel. Uh, is it gel? Yeah, it's like gel, son is, okay. I think. Yeah. Uh, what is the worst murder that the first in, uh, the first squad interior? Yeah, like first was? interior squad member. Yeah. yeah, first interior squad. Yeah, I got to mix up, you know, uh, you know, a little dyslexy. Um, so what is the worst murder that MP Gel Sonis was involved with? Yeah, because we got to hear um, His him confessions. basically. Yeah, him confessing and listing off all these behind the scenes yeah. stuff that he had been. A part of the different stuff that has been weighing on his shoulders, mm -hmm. right? The stuff that he had to do again. He's trying to rationalize, mm -hmm. you know, his involvement with these terrible killings, yeah. right? It's because he's all doing it for the for the sake of protecting the king and then and, yeah, and the, you know, the government and everything. And and uh, you know, yeah, it's mm -hmm. we find out that you know he had a part of very very crucial, yeah, you know, killings. Yeah, he was a part of um, some murders that we I mean we as viewers obviously but like the main characters are like, like it's very been much impacted in, by. yeah they're yeah. very much impacted by these murders yeah. these behind the scenes you know obviously covered up murders and occurrences that uh, this MP Sonis is a part of yeah so um, let's go ahead and let's talk about the murders that we're, we're referring to so the three options are the torturing of Urban's father yeah um, which he just says a, a teacher that was too a teacher curious, that yeah like for his own good or something like that something worded yeah. that way. I think and it then, was like yeah maybe was it it was either a teacher that knew too much. Uh huh. Right. Oh, that sounds yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. I think it's that. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is gunning down Armin's parents. Obviously, I think there was a couple that is was too curious or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's what it was. A couple that was too curious and tried yeah. to like venture out yeah um which that's how he describes it obviously he doesn't he's not going to say yeah those are armin's parents yeah but we know but we know we because know because of you know early on in, in attack on titan yeah when armin mentions when armin mentions it that his parents were trying to venture out the wall and they got killed yeah um and the last one is the murdering of historia's mother yeah and he explains it as uh killing the woman who well, you think it Bear, refers, like an, like an illegitimate child. to her as a whore. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, he doesn't say woman, he says whore. whore. Sorry, the other W word, yeah, my bad. The whore uh, with the like illegitimate child, yeah. Yeah, who gave birth to an illegitimate child, yeah. Yeah, and that's something we're going to really focus on in this episode. Yes, and we're, we're going to hear more, more details about, on that. More about that whore. Yeah, <laughs> more about that whore for sure. Um. So, yeah, I'm... let's go ahead and hear what, what you guys so voted. This is, this is what we think is the worst... The worst you know, murder, murder that he was involved yeah. with. However you want to define worst. Okay. Uh, so, again, in normal fashion, starting from least voted to most voted, we have the least voted is 25% mm. with the torturing of Irvin's father. Ooh, okay. So the teacher torture. Mm -hmm. All right. So that was 25%. Interesting. And then it goes to 32% with the murdering of Historia's mother, which means that the most voted wow. at 42% is the gunning down of Armin's parents. Wow. Um, none of them was really like like out outvoted a whole lot didn't compare yeah, to the they others. Were all they were close. all really close within yeah. like ten or fifteen percent. Yeah. We're all pretty close to each other. Interesting. Which yeah, these are all horrible occurrences. It's mm -hmm. really hard to decide which one is worse than the other. I guess it just depends on um 
I think what it also depends, depends on, your on too, moral, moral, moral compass. For me too, I think it can also depend on the character that it's impacting. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because we can talk about it. So let's talk about it now. Starting with the 25% mm-hmm. with, you know, Erwin's father. father. You know, it's something that I think we're going to really go ahead and focus more on as we continue on with, you know, this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just kind of referenced, I believe, last season in season two, right? Where uh, I know Irvin kind of mentioned and we even saw like a like a scene. Yeah, like a quick you know, glimpse of, of his, his dad, father like, being a teacher. And that's why a lot of people were confused about when we first saw Zeke. I was like, wait, is that yeah. Irvin's father? You know, long dude with a beard and glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so there was that confusion there. So we only got just a tease, right? But now we're going to go ahead and, and and learn more about it. And um, but now talking about the impactment of of that death, right? Mm-hmm. And talking about how it really affected Irvin. You know, Irvin. Yeah. And uh, you know, I can't remember exactly how. Um, how young Urban was? Yeah, you know? I can't either. But it was, it was young. Yeah, youngish. And I think for that, I mean, it's got to be difficult when you go ahead and you lose somebody who I think is 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 really like when you lose somebody who is so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to say think about what all Urban would have would have learned. You know, and all that, but. I think what it was is that his father just had a, a lot of theories that were end up being very close, yeah, right? It, yeah. Um, it wasn't stuff that he knew for a fact. It was yeah. just stuff that he had. He was just a brilliant man that yeah. had good theories and was testing them, and just a he was just a brilliant man. And he's just a victim of his knowledge. That's yeah. just unfortunate what it is. And then we're gonna learn more about it because even th- thinking about it now, like I don't necessarily know the whole dynamics of everything and how mm-hmm. and, and why it played out the way it did. You know? Yeah. But um. But yeah, we know that it was a terrible thing, and then he suddenly, I want to say, suddenly just was gone. Um, but now talking about, you know, the, what was it? The next one was uh, the 32? The was, yeah, 32% with the murdering of Historia's mother. Yeah. So with this, I mean, it, this one's tough because we're going to talk about this literally in this episode. But yeah. we can tell you guys this, that... This whore that he's referring to, mm-hmm. you know, this is Historia's mother. And and so going and, and doing the preparations for this episode, I learned that her name is, was, her name is Alma. Alma. Alma, okay. right? And I can tell you guys that she's not a good person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's not a good person. And again, we're going to talk about it and you guys are going to understand why she's not a good person. Yeah. But um, You guys will see. But yeah, she's not a good person. Not saying that, she, you know, again, we talked about, you know, some people have, you know, you know, whatever's coming to them right yeah she didn't deserve what what, what ends up happening to her yeah but I, it's just again uh it's hard to go ahead and kind of have that that complete sympathy yeah once you guys really realize the type of person that it's she not is. one of those things where it's like oh i'm glad she got killed it's what she deserved it was yeah. just like a again just like how Irvin's dad was a victim of his own knowledge. She was kind of a victim of her own situation. And given she did not respond to it in the most positive way, um, in the most, in the nicest way, um, then we would have hoped. But not deserving of of the death 
that she got it's still horrible and obviously we're gonna go through it more but like the fact that it even happened like right in front of yeah right in front of Astoria yep. and and now we talk about how it impacts the character I mean this is something that obviously it, like stays and, and sticks mm-hmm. with Historia and stuff Especially you know it happened, she saw it so young yeah she's just, um, like, just a little girl so and we then, can go ahead and kind of go back to the the impacts and everything right and, and, and get in more details because we, you know we don't want to really necessarily give away the entire story yeah. when, you know because we're going to talk about it but yeah yeah regardless again you know as I mentioned just a little foreshadowing she's I mean Historia's mother is not a good person yeah but if you guys remember in yeah. terms of why maybe this was a top voted one and being what 35% uh, 32 30, 32% the top mm-hmm. voter uh, no, the top voted is 42. Yeah, so 42%. So the reason why maybe people voted, that wouldn't be the top voter mm-hmm. being, you know, the, the, the death of Armin's, Armin's parents, parents is because we know that Armin is a sweetheart, man. Yeah. You know? And Armin definitely you know, did We not love take... Armin. And again, unfortunately, we talked about... impacted him for sure. We talked about how, you know, Irwin's father is the victim of knowledge. You know, Historia's mother is a victim of just situation, yeah. right? Um, and then you have just with Armin's parents, I mean, they're just a victim of curiosity, Curiosity, yeah. you know, again, we don't know how they got that, that book other than maybe just kind of speculating and theorizing that maybe they had some sort of, um, you know, attachment or something or, or some sort of affiliation to maybe Marley or something. I don't know, but I, I don't think that's really the case, mm-hmm. but with they the had book a book that they have. Yeah. They had a book where they were able to go ahead and see what is past that wall. And so for them, I mean, being really in like adventure seekers, um, they wanted to see it firsthand. They wanted to witness these beautiful things that they're reading, you know, because what do they see inside these walls? They just, you know, we talked about it too. I know Eddie had mentioned it where it's like the, Right from the get-go, when we see Attack on Titan, we're 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 seeing this very like these these families that are like so poor, mm-hmm. and and you know they're just the clothes that they're wearing, they're just so like like rugged and and mm-hmm. you know and and it's so different from where when we go ahead and later on down the line see like you know Marley and stuff, you know yeah. and and uh, how much more advanced that they are, yeah, their technology and everything, and obviously their knowledge and all that, and uh, even like Eddie mentions here, like how did they get how did his parents get that balloon? Did they make it? It looks pretty well well manufactured in, yeah. the, in the photo. So like, we don't we're not sure what ties they had. Yeah. <clears throat> but whatever ties that they did have, obviously, only furthered their curiosity. Yeah. Which obviously is why Armin is so curious. He was raised by them. Yeah, and uh, you know, un- unfortunately, the curiosity killed the parents. You know, mm-hmm. it sucks. unfortunately, it's sad to say, but. You know, we see what this, what we're learning is with this freaking government is that if you, they get an idea that you know too much, yeah, you know, they're going to go ahead and take matters into their own hands. And a lot of times those matters being very, very, those are some scummy. severe consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Which they just want to, instead of, uh, they want to avoid any kind of, you know, controversy or, yeah. or avoid any kind of, you know, anti-liberation. Let's just keep yeah. things as non-knowledgeable and like unadvanced as possible yeah just keep things the same for the sake of the king yeah okay but (laughs) But in terms of impacting though like this obviously unfortunately i don't want to say their death was a good thing but 
it became a driving force for Armin to really instill in yeah. our main character's head, Aaron, you know, just the, oh. the beauty that is outside of that wall. And so what is it that Aaron wants? He wants freedom, right? Mm-hmm. We know that it's always going to be like a reoccurring thing is that he wants freedom. And then with Armin being influenced by his parents, you know, mm-hmm. about those freedoms that are outside that wall, then, you yeah, know, you have Armin so much to see, it. so much to experience. Yeah, you have like, Armin explaining it over to Aaron. Then you have Aaron, who's he's very cur- curious, but he's also very determined, right? And mm-hmm. so he's like, okay, then we're going to go ahead and see that we're going to go ahead and see these you know these beautiful things outside the walls and so you know it's unfortunately their death you know yeah it's a terrible thing but it became a really you know significant driving force going forward Mm -hmm. so i think that again their death was terrible but i mean it really helped out with uh yeah with kind of the story playing out a certain way you know so um, but yeah, and this is stuff we're going to go and learn more about as uh, the story continues. You know, we're going to learn more about, um, again, in this episode, Historia's origin. We're going to mm-hmm. learn about that whole situation as how, you know, uh, yeah, how her, her mother died. upbringing and everything. Yeah. And then we're going to, I think uh, we even get it as we get to the end of this episode. You guys will, will understand when we, when we get to the close here, but we're going to learn more about Irvin's father. So stuff we're very much going to go and learn more about. Um, so, you know, it's stuff to go ahead and kind of, uh, again, just the more we talk about it, the more we're going to get an idea as far as why they were unfortunately forced to die by the government. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anything else you want to mention about the poll? No, just curious on uh, what you would, what you voted. Um, I what think for you, me, I mean, think? you guys know my heart goes out to Armin and I, I, I have to agree with the majority because I mean, it's, yeah. Especially understanding too that, I mean, this is going to be very hypocritical, but like, cause they were all were very young when they lost, you know, their, 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 their parents or, you know, mm-hmm. their parents or, you know, they, but I mean, Armin was very, very young. And, uh, you know, also too, the difference I think with, with me is, I mean, Armin is a part of that very poor upbringing, mm-hmm. you know? So can you imagine already having that stacked against you and then you, you lose your parents, you know, and it's like, man, it's, there's so much already yeah. that, you know, you, that's already kind of, um, again, just uh, against you, uh, yeah. you know, and just trying to just Especially freaking, knowing how sympathetic and like empathetic that Armin is. Yeah. I mean, Armin got you know, bullied you know, and stuff, he, you know. He definitely and, felt that. Yeah. He definitely felt that death. So, I mean, obviously, but. For me, it's again, it's like, I'm, I'd be voting with my heart. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what says you, Lex? Um, I was actually it was pretty close between Arm gunning down Armin's parents and torturing Irvin's father, just solely for the fact of the torturing factor. Because again, he was just very knowledgeable and he just yeah. had just had great theories and I guess he just knew too much and the fact that he was I mean, obviously he was being tortured to see like where are you getting this information from? Definitely. You know? Yeah. Um but the whole like he was just too smart for his own good. It's just like heart wrenching to hear. Um, but with that being a close second, I would still agree with the majority. Yeah, that about the Armin's, down parents. Of Armin's parents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's again, we, we can't but it's disregard. All, it's all horrible. Yeah. It's all just horrible murders. And like, it's, it's, it's tough to vote one worse than the other. Yeah. Again, it's just a matter of opinion. There's not any right or wrong answer. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, all you tell him, Kyron. Yeah, you tell him. Thanks, Kyron. Kyron's our guard dog. But um, <laughs> but yeah, we can disregard obviously the, the the torture that was involved with Irvin's father. I mean mm-hmm. that that sucks because yeah, you know that they're probably trying to they're trying to torture him to go ahead and and, and 
to see what he knows, why he knows that, where he got that knowledge from, you know. So I'm mm-hmm. sure it was just a terrible situation. Again, I'm sure it's stuff yeah. that we're going to go ahead and learn more about. Yeah. Um, and then the coming episodes for sure. But but thank you again so much for everybody who voted. Um, yeah, thank you all. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that you could see the amount of votes and uh, yeah, good good amount of people. Awesome, love like, it. Like around like fifty. Hell yeah. 50 in total. Very cool. Thank you guys so much. Oh my gosh. So everybody, keep a lookout for future, uh, for future, for future, 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 yeah, future. Yeah, for future for, 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 polls and Q and A's up on our Instagram. Future, at future Talk polls. Podcast. Future polls. <laughs> Someone remix that. All right, guys. So now we have to do a huge disclaimer mm-hmm. because. If any of you have been living under a rock, we know that a new episode was, mm-hmm. <laughs> was released, right? Yes. It was an hour-long episode. Final season and part th- three? Yeah, it was like the final season, yeah. Part three, we got... Part uh, two, part one. Yeah. <laughs> but as much as we would love to dive into it and talk about it, I think... It would be safe and best if mm-hmm. we didn't because it's still so it's new. Still, it's still yeah, so fresh. It's so soon, yeah. And I still want to give people, I mean, we still, obviously, we we talked about this. We still yeah. want to give people a chance to go ahead and experience it for themselves and yeah, everything because obviously Attack on Titan is a, is it's a journey. It's a good, it's a, it's an experience that you are feeling. And Definitely. We, ne- we don't want to take that away from anyone given, no. um, we could say, oh, disclaimer, disclaimer. Like, I, 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 we think it's best if we just... Hold off on talking about it and l- give people some more time to go ahead and, and see it through and watch it and everything. And we would hate to be the the reason that someone is spoiled for something. Yeah, definitely. Um, as you mentioned, exactly. I mean, the experience that we got from that episode mm-hmm. was like, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's there's no reason for us to go and spoil anything for anybody. Yeah. You know, Um so we're not even gonna like yeah. hint to anything. Just know that it was we an amazing episode. Go would watch love it. Love to love, love, love <laughs> to talk about it. Trust me. Yeah. Um. Yes, I love it. <laughs> but uh, well, I me, I, I I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. But, um, but yeah, we're 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 just we're just <laughs> a little disclaimer that okay, Kyron, yeah. a little disclaimer that yeah, we're not going to be talking about it. We want to give people their own experience, and yeah, if you guys are curious about that, we did watch it. And if and you guys it. haven't seen it, watch it. Yes, go watch like, it. Definitely go watch it. Um, but we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll eventually talk about the episode. Shoot, we might talk about it next week. I don't know if we can keep freaking caging our our, I know. our emotions and our feelings and everything about it. But again, especially it's, as it's, more like media and yeah. stuff comes out about it. Like as I mentioned, you know, you asked me how I was doing in my weekend, and I was like, yeah, I went to a party, dude. I had friends who were like, do you watch the new episode? I'm like, yeah, I did. And then you know, some of them, some of my friends didn't watch it, so I was yeah. like, I like can't I was telling my other it. friends who'd seen it, I'm like. Bleh, bleh. Let's not talk about it because yeah. you know we don't spoil it but for I hate everybody. To spoil for someone else. Yeah, and um, but yeah, definitely go watch you guys. But I just want to go ahead and give a disclaimer for that. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> now that that's no. out of the way. Yeah. Now that we <laughs> gave that little disclaimer. Um. Uh, spoiler warning for up to the <laughs> anime that is not that yeah. final season part three. Yeah. Um, so we are going to be maybe talking about some some spoilers but we won't be talking about those spoilers. yeah not about the most recent yeah. episode not about those ones that yeah. is for a different time it's way too recent it's only what, a couple days out yeah so 
we'll we'll save we'll save that. Definitely. And we'll let you guys know if we ever do mention anything about it so that you guys can <laughs> still experience that for yourselves. Yep. Um, Man. And All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's Very that's cool. it. That's a disclaimer. <laughs> All right. So I want to ask now, Lexi, how are you feeling? You ready? Big episode for you. Yeah. I've like rewatched certain scenes like a, yeah. a couple of times just to yeah. be like, and I didn't even like test it out because I was like, dang, I need to save my voice. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes gonna be fun thankfully this is the time that i'm not sick just concussed yeah so. <laughs> very cool all right so that sounds like you're ready i'm about ready yeah. all right guys so now we're gonna go ahead and start talking about the episode again this is season three episode three old story and this is part one all right should we go ahead and jump into alex yeah i'm about as ready as i will ever be let's do it because there's no reason to recap because we kind of already recapped it with what we got from with our questions when we question got with the poll and everything. and everything and stuff so way to kill two birds with one um, stone thank you guys <laughs> here we go so we begin this episode with historia who appears to be sitting at a dining table explaining i was born on a small farmstead in the northern lands of walrose and then we see that she is explaining her origin to Captain Levi and the Levi squad, who are also all gathered sitting at this dining table. It was owned by the normal Rice family. And then we flash back now to a young Historia working on the farm in that northern lands of Walrose. Historia continues to explain. As far back as I can remember, I was helping out around the farm, but my mother was always reading books. She didn't care to work. And no one cared to make her. She was a beautiful woman. And we now see her mother preparing to leave late in the night. Most nights, someone would come for her in a carriage and she'd go off into the city wearing fancy clothes. We see a young Historia staring just through the window as she watches her mother leave. For me, that was just life as I knew it. A young Historia now has her sights set on a book. But when I learned to read and write, I started picking up books to imitate my mother and they taught me just how alone I was in all the stories I read in those books parents cared about their children they talked to them hugged them scolded them I had never experienced any of those things a young Historia watches as her mother continues to read underneath a shady tree one day out of curiosity I decided to try hugging my mother I guess I just wanted to see what kind of face she'd make. We see a young Historia jump into the lap of her mother, playfully giggle, like giggling, and she's full of smiles. But to Historia's surprise, she got a reaction that she did not anticipate. Her mother became instantly disgusted by the surprise. She placed her hand on Historia's face and shoved her off of her. We see a young Historia, surprised, covering her face, as Historia continues to explain. She ended up shoving me away from her. But that was the first time my mother had acknowledged me. The young Historia uncovers her face as we notice her nose bleeding. Yet, she's all smiles. So, it actually made me happy. Historia's mother stands up with tears in her eyes. Looks at the young Historia and says, If only I wasn't such a coward, I could have killed it. Her mother leaves in tears as a young Historia just watches, confused. Historia continues. Those were the first words my mother ever said to me. The next scene, we see her mother with her belongings, 
leaving. She went to live somewhere else after that. I didn't see her for a long time. The scene now changes. And then, five years ago, just a few days after Walmaria fell, I finally met my father. Rod Rice, he enters the farm home and he tells a young Historia. Historia, my name's Rod Rice. I wish that we could have met sooner. You see, I'm your father. And as a young Historia gasps, staring at her father, Historia continues to explain. That man, he was the lord of the land I'd grown up. A young Historia notices her mother waiting outside. She's outside of the door. The mother I hadn't seen in years looked terribly frightened. Rod Rice continues to tell young Historia. Now, listen, you'll be living with me from this day forth. And we now see Rod Rice, with a young Historia in hand, leaving as her mother walks beside them. But then her mother suddenly stops as she notices a tall, shadowy figure approaching her. She now becomes frightened as she screams. She tries to run away, but the tall, shadowy figure grabs a hold of her. And the men, and then men begin surrounding her. And these men are all wearing large black trench coats and black bowler hats. The tall, shadowy figure, Kenny the Ripper, says, You know what this is, Lord Rice. The fall of Walmart has got you acting a bit reckless. I suppose you thought you'd get your pretty little secrets to safer ground, huh? And then a young Historia tells Kenny, Let mom go! But then her mother immediately screams out, panicking. Okay. <laughs> this is so soon. Mm. All right, all right. Okay, reintroduce me. <laughs> okay. But then her mother immediately screams out, panicking. No! I'm not that girl's mother! I've never even met her! Do whatever you want with her, but let me go! And then a young Historia stares at her mother just in disbelief. And then Kenny responds, Oh, do you have anything to say about that, Lord Rice? Maybe it's just a coincidence that the three of you are out here at the same time. Rod Rice pauses as he thinks. He looks down at his daughter, and then he releases hold of Historia's hand. So be it. That's correct. These two have nothing to do with me. And Kenny replies, I thought that might be the case. Kenny then holds Historia's mother to the ground as she cries out, Wait, what are you? But then Kenny tells her, You were never employed at this estate, and nobody here has ever heard your name. Sounds to me like you don't exist. And then Kenny pulls out his blade, and Historia's mother pleads and begs Rod Rice, No, I... Master, please! That isn't true! You have to tell them! And then a confused and worried young Historia reaches her hand towards her mother and asks, What are they doing, mother? And her mother stares at Historia in the eyes and says, panicking with regret, If only you had never been born, I could... But before she can finish her regretful statement, Kenny slices the neck of Historia's mother right in front of her. We notice that Historia is holding on to her mother's book as she numbly stares at her mother's dead body. But then, 
she releases the book, and as the book falls and hits the ground, Historia continues. Those were the last words my mother ever said. Kenny now grabs a hold of a numb Historia and prepares to slice her throat as well. But Rod Rice stops him. No! Wait. And then Historia continues. Moments before I was killed myself, my father proposed an idea. That if I were sent somewhere far away to live out a quiet life, perhaps they could spare me. Rod Rice now tells a young Historia, Your new name will be Krista Lenz. Hmm. Well, that was, uh... So that's the death we were we were talking about. Yeah, that's a terrible situation well, we there to be a part of. How obviously Astoria's mother was not the best woman. Yeah, it just seems like she was a woman that was sleeping around with Rod Rice, mm-hmm. right? And then unfortunately, she um, became pregnant. She became and- pregnant, had this you know again illegitimate child mm-hmm. who, you know, we know and that royal blood. We know that with this mother, you know, she's not affiliated with the royal family. Mm-hmm. So again, that's why. You know, she's in this whole sticky mess. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rod Rice himself is not a good person at all. No. Because he is involving himself in these adultery... Well, I don't want to say these acts where it's like of adultery because we don't know if necessarily he is really married to somebody else, at least not until later on, right? Because we know that... We don't really know what's going on in this current time. Not current, but like the time that she's talking about. This is all stuff that's being explained to us at the moment. Right. We know that there's gonna be more details that's gonna go ahead and start coming to light about this full Rod Rice, you know, in the coming episodes for sure. But right now, as we're being informed here, I mean, he was sleeping around with uh, with Historia's mother. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, that was her downfall. Uh, she knew that by having this daughter, this daughter that she clearly regrets having, you know, yes. what's terrible to hear is she said that uh, it's too bad she was too much of a coward to kill it. She yeah, didn't even to refer to Historia as, as a person. As she her, just referred yeah. to Historia as it. And to those be the last words that you hear your mother say while she's looking you yeah. dead in the eye while yeah. she's about to be killed. I mean, uh, oh, yes. Yes, you know, we Kyra, did. Kyra. Thank you so much for that. I saw it on um I saw it on my uh well I saw it on my TikTok and then I, I immediately sent it to AJ. Yeah, so for- Lexi showed me that. And uh you know what, man? I just want to say thank you so much, man. Yeah, it's so that cool that you were so spreading cool. just the word, man, because you know, it's we talk about just how awesome it is to go ahead and just, you know, have these friends that we've, you know, like this crazy kind of community that has been, you know, yeah. created through this podcast and everything and how we appreciate how supportive just the friends and, everything and just and- like and um, yeah, there's your guys' support. It just means the world to us. And for you, Kyron, to go ahead and do that, man. Like it means just the absolute, just world to us. And yeah, uh, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we appreciate. You it, You did man. not have to do that, but thank you yeah. so much. We really appreciate you going out of your way to do that. Yeah, and then for all your after support. seeing that, I mean, I guess it made a whole lot of sense. You know, when you message us yeah, to go ahead and right. it, one, okay, guys, go three, two, one, say hi TikTok. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Um. So, but again, thank you so much, Kyron. Uh, that was awesome, man. I definitely saw it. So. <laughs> oh, man thank you you know man you're awesome man that's why you are uh our uh levi squad member yeah of course so you're no some would team. say you are our gunther and i'm kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're l bro you're i'm kidding yeah, yeah. all love all yeah. love we love you bro so thank you so much for that and i definitely saw that and thank you for reminding us mm-hmm. so but getting back to this whore <laughs> yeah talking, uh, getting back to this whore for sure yeah um, um, like even the whole like situation. I wanted to talk about the whole situation about Historia, obviously trying to get closer to her mother, 
but you know obviously she thinks she's a beautiful woman yeah she would go into the town wearing fancy clothes by a random man i mean we don't like with kenny saying like oh you weren't employed in this estate like we can only assume that she's like she's probably a hooker some kind of sex worker yeah probably probably um but obviously historia like even as a little girl she still thinks of her like as such a lovely person like yeah. she was so beautiful i wanted to get close to her by reading books i just wanted her attention and everything even though it, i mean we we got to see that historia's mother had never said a word to historia yeah, before no never acknowledged at all. her and those Up first words that she heard were very very piercing words that are kind of like no child wants to hear coming from their parents no you know? like up to where uh historia you know obviously reading about because she had really no concept of parents and no. family up until she started reading books like she thought this was normal yeah. up until she started reading books and getting exposure that like oh like i just like it's so sad hearing the the quote like hearing historia say like yeah it wasn't like me and my mother's relationship at all like they actually talked to them yeah and it was like oh um that's so sad it's and then sad, for historia you know. to just to want acknowledgement and want comfort like she seeks this acknowledgement from her from her mother that she just will she jumped on her to go she just tried to do what to she go, what she saw you know these families doing in, in the in these books right mm -hmm. and um, and then the reaction which was the first time Astoria's mother had ever like acknowledged, acknowledged her, her and yeah. had ever spoken to her was uh her mother saying yeah if only i wasn't such a coward i could have killed it yeah and for historia to like after being like very aggressively shoved off by yeah. her mom and to have a bloody nose that historia is smiling yeah and she like oh she acknowledged me like that's so that's such a sad childhood yeah and it's not really something that's like, often really talked about when we talk about like main characters of attack on titans childhoods because obviously everyone has had a super rough upbringing yeah but I mean, just seeing that that's Historia's is, I don't think it's talked about as much as I think it should be because it's so, like, dehumanizing. Like, yeah, inhumane. you know, and then kind of now seeing how the type of person that Krista became, I mean, how just so unselfish she is and how caring she is mm -hmm. and how she is always going out of her way to protect, like, to be there for others, you know, it's yeah. like a credit to her as a, as a character, right, to, like again it's kind of like we talked about with armin losing his parents at such a young mm -hmm. age you know it's like <clears throat> everything that was all stacked against him and he has no right to go ahead and be this very caring person and seem to be said for for krista you yeah know, it's like with all the stuff that they've endured everything that she experienced you know like she very easily could have been the person that she is now where she's just kind of like this numb person who just you know has lost everything and really uh, doesn't know what what i don't want to say doesn't know what love is because I mean, with Krista, she's with Historia. She's currently in the state because she lost me that she cares a lot about. Mm. But I guess but she just, just had no reason to be this very caring person. Yeah, it's really know? rough, like since birth, being told that like or being basically maybe, you know, obviously, her, I don't doubt that her mother told her this. But even just like Historia understanding that it's like it'd be better if you were never born. Yeah. Wish you had never existed. You're not meant to be here. Like it's like growing up with just that in your head and not knowing anything to compare it to you think that that's nor the the norm is like super dehumanizing like yeah so rough to grow up like as a little girl and for her to still be as sweet and nice as she is is do you think with this insane. upbringing though and this like you know rough childhood right mm -hmm. that's something that really kind of um 
like something that Ymir and and, and Krista bonded over? Because we I know that Ymir so. obviously yeah. had a very terrible childhood as yeah. well, you know? And, also and again, you know, basically I think being that, told that you're it'd be better if you didn't exist and everything. Yeah. And I think a lot of them too are involved with that whole kind of like cadet training is because, you know, they, they don't have a whole lot kind of going for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some with the exceptions, you know, where at least we know that with Connie, I mean, he has his family. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they all think he's stupid, you know, and yeah. stuff. You know, he's not going to amount to anything. So that's why he's going to prove him wrong. But then you have mm-hmm. somebody like Jean who, you know, is very, very, you know, he had that love support from his mother, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. And, and um yeah his upbringing was better yeah than a lot of these other yeah. people in the 104th cadet squad yeah but then you have again these characters like ymir and krista so i wonder if this is something that they kind of like again they, they both were aware maybe that they have these you know kind of like childhoods out mm-hmm. no child should endure and and, uh, and probably and confided have, in each other that way yeah. like bonded together that way and like it, it just shows more of these of these characters character i was gonna say it, sh- yeah. it shows more of these main it shows more of their character, yeah. <laughs> um, knowing that, like, with this upbringing, they still wanted to fight for humanity. Yeah, like they saw humanity for like all the dirty, dirty details of what it is. They saw the underbelly of humanity and still thought, "I want to fight for this." Mm-hmm. And that's again just shows more of these characters' morality. Yeah, definitely. You know, this shows that they really want to make a difference. For really those commendable. Who are, yeah. Um, Something you mentioned too is that you know she Historia she's admiring her her mother's beauty right we I mean mm-hmm. we have to know that her her mother must have been very beautiful considering mm-hmm. Historia is, is you know she's referred to as this angel right yeah. she's like obviously like we know that she's beautiful. very beautiful and, and we, we see Rod Rice and he's say, not we know that she didn't get it from Rod Rice yeah we know that it's not from him yeah it's gonna um, be from uh the mother of course who you said her name is um it's uh, Alma Alma that's yeah. what it is yeah her name is Alma um. Yeah, but I'm assuming that she was uh, Rod Rice ended up, you know, picking her up. She's probably doing. She's probably a sex worker of some kind, whether mm-hmm. she's a hooker or escort or something like that. And that's how Historia came up. to be. Yeah. yeah, how Historia came to be. Yeah. So you heard it here first. Rod Rice's pullout games week. <laughs> 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 that Historia is here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm okay. sure this guy is going out there, and I'm sure he's probably having these, you know illegitimate ch- children because mm-hmm. we're going to find out later on what he does to his children. All right. But Eddie's joining us here in chat and he's saying that's what makes AOT stick out from other works of fiction. I'm not saying a bad childhood is pretty, but they fight for something that's bigger than they are. Yeah. yeah which definitely. is, yeah, super commendable for all of these characters. Uh, <laughs> that rhymed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just a poet. Actually, a SoundCloud rapper on the side. Oh, no. <laughs> Gosh. Please knock some sense into me if I ever want to start rapping. Um, yeah, but yeah, just as like Eddie said, just to add on to my whole little analysis that yeah, they're fighting for something bigger than they are. They're fighting for humanity, yeah. knowing that they've seen the underbelly of humanity. Yeah. Um, and one other thing I wanted to mention: How did Rod Rice just come up with Krista Lenz so quick? Who knows? He just like had it in yeah. his mind. He was just like, oh, just that's the your name. name of another whore that he's I been know. messing around with. This is, that was my f- the one that got away. Yeah. My first love. Her name was Krista Lenz. Yeah. So that's you now. Yeah, definitely. So now she has this name that she, we've, we've known her as since the start of mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, right? It's Krista Lenz. We see how she got that name. Yeah. But let's kind of now maybe even speculate on Kenny's involvement. We see that he has been involved since this far back, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it looks like he's a part of this kind of like, uh, 
Looks about the same. Didn't age too horrible. Yeah, but I mean, we also got like the, we see that the, what's going to be kind of a reoccurring thing here is, is these men who are almost like these, um, like, what am I thinking of? The uh, secret service men, mm-hmm. you know, the, where um, they're like, literally they're, they're like the secret service men who are always going to be around protecting the, the, you know, the president the, and all that, right? Yeah. We see yeah, now pretty much, yes, that we have these the men who are literally in these like long these, these little SWAT teams coats and stuff, and then yeah, they they have like the same kind of style hat as Kenny. Mm-hmm. So it's like Kenny has his own little you know Secret Service group and stuff, yeah. and uh, and um, but Kenny's been involved this far back, mm-hmm. you know, and shows uh, how deep that Kenny's Kenny's lore kind of goes. Yeah, that he's been involved with so much stuff. Yeah, definitely. That would spin in the background. I'm trying to go ahead and see necessarily all the the lines that Kenny had here and see if it gives us any kind of clues or whatever. But I don't think it is. I think he's just trying to, you know, matter of fact, take care of business type stuff. Yeah, it seems like, oh, seems like like now that Walmaria has fell. Yeah. You seem to want to get pretty involved. You guys are just all together as a and obviously like hearing that, like, oh, I'm not connected to any of these. I'm like, oh, cool. That's what I wanted to hear. Let me kill them. And oh, one other thing I wanted to mention is that the way that we are like right now in the story being introduced to Rod Rice yeah. makes him not seem like a bad guy. Like the way that we're being introduced to him as, you know, it as someone who made a mistake. And I mean, knowing that we, we know that this is not what, yeah, what this man actually yeah, is. We're going to go and find out more. But I think it's interesting that in Attack on Titan, he is... Perspectives, right? Intro- yeah, by like he's introduced as almost this guy that's like, oh, I made a mistake. You know, he's there comforting his story when he sees her. Like, I'm so glad I like I have you again. Like, I miss yeah. you so much. Da, da, I, I'm your father. And then with his backstory, seeing that, like, now he's trying to get involved, almost like he's trying to save her. Yeah. <laughs> not That's not what he's trying to do. We but know what his what motivations like. are. Yeah, almost like he's trying to save her after Walmaria fell. And then when he even is like, no, 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 don't kill her. Yeah. Let's keep her alive. Put her in a... Let's just put her far away in a quiet life and don't don't kill her so like we're being introduced to rod rice as this really like like selfless man that yeah. really that is a great father to historia yeah but where at we this see point, we don't know what his actual agenda is he cares about her yeah right we're like okay he's trying to make sure that she is safe you know mm-hmm. and it makes you think too had kenny not arrived do you think that you know Rod Rice would have tried to just live out this life with, you know, his his family and stuff, you know, because obviously Historia's mother was there, mm-hmm. you know, and he was planning to leave with them. Yeah. Right. So, you know, again, we can only speculate as as to what yeah, what his plans, his plans were, were if right? Kenny wasn't interrupting. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you know, Kenny did get involved. You know, he, he you know, killed Historia's mother and... uh and Rod Rice, as you mentioned, you know, we get this kind of idea, this, you know, again, this perspective that like, okay, you know what? He just prevented Kenny from killing Historia. Yeah. Look, just let her just live out this quiet life, as you mentioned, Lex. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's Ensuring very interesting because survival. one thing that we're seeing, you know, it's like the per- whole perspective thing is like, okay, Rod Rice isn't that terrible of a person, but her mother is, yeah. you know? So it was like, oh man, you know, and, and I'm sure that if we were to go ahead and really see the entire story, it's like, Maybe Alma just wasn't that terrible of a person. She just kind of like yeah. realized her life was now screwed up because of what she got herself involved with. Yeah, yeah. So, like again, another mistake. Given this was a huge mistake, but another mistake. Yeah. <clears throat> 
But that's, yeah, that's great. That's great insight though, Lex. I really like that. It's something that I didn't really necessarily think about is that, again, that kind of like the, how AOT likes to go ahead and make us look at a spe- something very specific uh, yeah. if, in, a, in a certain They're view. They're really good you know? at like manipulating the lens that the viewers are viewing. Yeah, that's, like she, that that's how audience. she got her last name. Yeah. Um, right, Chris Lens. Yeah, the it. lens. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I intended on doing. Yeah, but yeah, that, that Attack on Titans is Attack on Titans really good with just knowing the perspectives that they want the audience to see, that they want the audience to make their conclusions about a person by showing different perspectives, like you mentioned. Yeah, and I thought that it was pretty interesting that our introduction to 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 Rod Rice or Lord Rice is that he seems like this. This very seems nice, like this nice father. person, but also one of Alma's last words where she referred to Rod Rice as master. Master, yeah. So we know that this guy probably has this really kind of uh, like that, exactly that master kind of like mm-hmm. complex and stuff. You yeah, know, where more of he like needs a, to be the one in power, probably. And yeah, very much uh, power trip power. But I think what it is, guy. you mentioned that he's he is he's a manipulator. Yeah. You know? So I mean that's just unfortunately what he, he's he what is he's, pretty manipulative. What he is, you know, and which of and course gonna, he's manipulating us in these stories because yeah. from what we see as a as in a viewer standpoint of introduction, he doesn't seem like this horrible guy that he is. Yeah, and that's a perfect segue because now we're going to continue on with the episode, and of course as we continue, what is the next scene we see? We return now to the present events, mm-hmm. what's currently happening in the story, in the story as rod rice is embracing historia with a hug yeah like he's really selling that he yeah. missed her so much he means so much to her like whether he's like obviously you know what we see that and think like oh oh he missed her all he'd make sure to keep her safe and you know far away in a quiet yeah. life and for all we know he could i mean spoiler for what his actual intentions are he could be holding her being like yes I don't have to be the one that, I know. that transforms. Yep. Yes. I don't have to be the one now. I can keep going on with my my life and just have her. I'm glad I kept her around. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, so we're going to see some more manipulative. Yeah, but at this moment we stuff, see that he right? is a, this father that is so happy to have his child back, yeah. right? And Rod Rice tells Astoria, I beg for your forgiveness, child. Please know that everything I've done, I did to protect you. And of course, as we saw in last episode, we see that Aaron, he's there. Mm -hmm. You know, he looks very groggy. He looks very out of it. But he's watching as he's, again, we see surrounded by the men wearing those trench coats and those bowler hats. Mm -hmm. Rod Rice continues. Not a day has passed that I haven't thought of you. Long have I dreamed of a day when I could hold you like this. You are special. The blood of the king flows through your veins. And then we see tears in her eyes as Historia asks, Is that true? And Rod Rice tells her, Yes, Historia. The true royal bloodline is carried by the Rice family. And it's his end as its heir. The power to save all of humanity now rests in your hands. Please, Historia, come with me and I'll show you where it all began. The scene now changes as we return to Levi and Hodge's location. And then we hear a door opening. We see the door of Ralph's cell opening. As Sanas is seen walking in, disappointed and betrayed by Ralph. Ralph asks Sanas, Sanas, your face. What happened? Wait, 
did you? They didn't actually make you talk, did they? But we swore a vow of loyalty to the king. And then Sonis rushes Ralph. He tackles him to the ground. He begins strangling him. I can't stand to hear another word out of you. I would have died for you, and you betrayed me for a bed. I think I... To think that I trusted you. And then Hanji, she intervenes by telling Sanis. Hey. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey. He never told us anything. He didn't get a chance to. We never questioned him. We see Sanis, he stops, and Hanji shows him the script. This is the conversation you heard. We forced Ralph to read off this script at knife point. It was staged. Sanas, he releases Ralph as Ralph begins gasping for air. Ralph, he gets up and he drops to his bed, coughing. And Sanas drops to his knees, realizing the truth. Then, it was me. I'm the one who betrayed the king's secret. And Hanji, she begins walking away. And as she walks away, Ralph tells her, You... You're a devil. Hanji stops and turns to respond. Yes, I think you might be right about that. But I bet Pastor Nick felt the same way about you. That's why I felt sorry for you, Sanez. Hanji, she now approaches the cell door to get right in Sanez's face. Not because your nails got plucked out, but because of what you've done with your life. You're pathetic. A grown-ass man wailing like an infant. Are you sad now? Well, boo-hoo! You get to spend the rest of your lives doing nothing but eating and shitting in this cell. Enjoy. And as Hanji walks away again, a defeated Sanis tells her, It's your turn. Hanji, she stops to listen. There's an order to these things. Perhaps it's law of human nature. When one's time is over, another must take on the role that they used to play. And thus, the world can never be cleansed of it. Best of luck, Hanji. Hanji notices the tears and remorse from Sanis, and then she leaves. Moblet, waiting by the door, notices that something is troubling Hanji just by the look on her face as he worryingly asks, Section Commander? But Hanji, she walks out the door. She closes the door. And she stops to think about what San has just said. Hanji then takes a, de a deep breath in and then she sighs. And then we see Hanji letting her frustrations out on furniture <laughs> as we see her kicking a chair so hard that it launches and destroys a dining table. Hanji, she spins around off balance, and as she rebalances herself, she turns around to notice Captain Levi staring at her at the staircase. Hanji then apologizes to Levi. I'm sorry. Seems I made a mess. I encountered a large cockroach. And Levi responds. I see. Well, as hard as you kicked it, I bet it learned its lesson. It's time you filled them in. And Hanji now says, Oh, yeah. I might as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is interesting because... No, I don't want to... I don't want to... 
I don't want to go and allude to something that we literally at the start of the episode were saying no, no <laughs> spoilers, saying no, none of that. Okay, it. so I'm not gonna go down that, yeah. go down that road. Just take this scene but for what it is. <laughs> with this scene, I mean, um, starting off again, you mentioned that we're gonna go ahead and get a perception of of Rod Rice, right? We're like, yeah. oh man, you know, maybe you know this, this guy's misunderstood. You know, he obviously he made a missed, mistake and he missed Historia a lot. Yeah. He he did. Whatever he did, whatever we saw at the start of this episode, he did it because he he, he wanted to, you know, ensure her, her safety. You yeah, know, he didn't want her to die her, and stuff. Exactly. Bring her back as the true bloodlines. You know? He yeah. told her, I've been thinking of you every day. I've been wanting to hold you just like this. Yeah. You are, uh, again, talking so sweetly to her. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a manipulator. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But then he actually does inform her on some little stuff. And he says that the blood of the king flows through your veins, mm-hmm. right? And he tells her, like, the true royal bloodline is carried by the Rice family. Yeah. And he's telling her all this in front of Aaron, yeah. too. Given he is pretty groggy and yeah. obviously, like, incapacitated, uh, knocked out, or not yeah. even knocked out. He's, just, he's not able to really do anything. Yeah. He's extremely groggy. Not it's like this dude looks like he's just been, like, shot up for, like, just different drugs and stuff. I know. To, to, it looks like he's... To make sure that he's, like, like out of it. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, he is explaining this re- really valuable information in front of him. Yeah. But... It is because, I mean, spoiler, his intention is to have Historia eat Aaron. So I'm sure he's assuming, Definitely. like, it doesn't matter what I tell him right now. He's he's going to die anyways. So Yeah. And, I mean, again, valuable information that he's telling Historia because he tells her now refers to her as its true heir. Yeah. Right? And he's saying that the power to save all of humanity now rests in your hands. No pressure. But then he says, let me show you where it all began. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Right? Yeah. And that's the end of that scene. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's definitely the end of that scene. The end of at least what we see of uh, Rod Rice. And oh my gosh, all this screaming is already... We're going to see them one one other time, but it's going to be when they're literally like going to be heading to a location, right? Mm -hmm. But now let's go and let's talk about the whole Hanji thing. And uh, I mean, something that we talked about uh, last episode was uh, the script, the script that... Um, Hanji and Levi had Ralph read because they weren't right getting any in information. Of- they weren't getting any information from, from Sonis because Sonis, again, much like Pastor Nick, was going to go and hold whatever knowledge he had to the grave. Yeah. Right? And then they noticed that something that was very important, something that, like, again, having those kind of like moral codes, right, was yeah. loyalty is so important to Sonis. Yes. Right? Like, that's all a word is really all a man has. Yeah. Kind of philosophy. And then, you know, once Ralph starts reading the script and then Sonny starts overhearing it and then he realizes that Ralph is freaking you know he's just throwing me under the bus yeah he's you know? under he's under the assumption he's I mean, selling out from the script he's under this assumption that oh he already told them yeah like there's no point in me suffering for information that they already know I might yeah. as well just tell them then like i'm not the one that broke like as he mentions like i'm not the one that broke the yeah loyalty i'm not the one that broke the trust it was him first yeah but i'd rather not like since they already know i'd rather not just endure all this pain so he ended up telling them all the information that they didn't actually know yeah and then the thing too is that like such a smart play by hanji and levi to be like hey read this script right in front at knife point yeah yeah didn't even question him yet just like right in front of did it right in front of sonis's cell yeah and yeah, so smart that they did that because it was so much easier to get all the information because he would have he would have gladly died before revealing any information. Yeah, he literally told him, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah. You know, just get the torture over and done with. Right. But we come to find out that Ralph wasn't even aware of like 
that he yeah that Sonis yeah. was the one that's kind of overhearing this because you know he, he goes and he sees Sonis is absolutely tore up right mm -hmm. and then Ralph asks him like wait like let me see he goes there and he's kind of like um they actually didn't make you talk did they mm -hmm. right but like you made a vow you swore a vow to the to loyalty of the king yeah right and then Sonis obviously with just like hatred in his eyes yeah yeah he, towards he, he, Ralph. Felt, he felt betrayed right and then yeah. he goes and he starts strangling the guy yeah um you know he tells me like i would have died for you right you betrayed me for a bed yeah for a <laughs> right? bed yeah like the way he says it in the in the anime in the anime too in the dub the way he says it is so like <laughs> just such a punch in the in the sentence yeah you betrayed me for a bed and then uh you know, Hanji, she goes and she tells him, look, I tricked you. <laughs> you I know, know, like, hey, you actually didn't tell us anything. Yeah. It was all you. We yeah. Read a script. And now she makes him feel even more guilty. Now that Sonis has realized that he His is the whole one. His morality that, is shattered. Yeah. Um, Everything he swore to do is just. <laughs> yeah, gone it's now. gone. But um, one thing that kind of stood out to me was that Ralph refers to Hanji as a devil. And that's something that I think Marlians refer <laughs> to these as island, island people as yeah. devils um is that just kind of a coincidence or yeah that's are what these I was curious about too first interior officers you know the reason why they're killing people or at least a part of killing these people who know too much is because maybe they are from the other side yeah possibly actually that's a really good like are they really good theory marley and spies here you know yeah, like, because obviously thinking that oh they know they know too much we need to kill them is yeah. because like they know what they are aware of the information that these other people who are not in vow with the king should not know. Mm. So they have to know of all the, you know, these outside land, uh, you know, obviously they, they should know about Marley. Yeah. They know about all this other stuff. So they could be from Marley. They could just have this Marley information, but, um, and him calling her a devil that could really be, implies, right. That yeah, I mean, that it could they be a really good are aware of, that. or at least again, I guess it would make sense in the kind of like, you know, thinking about it, that Marley, of course, they're aware of the Island Devils. They would want maybe people there to go ahead and kind of control things, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I don't know. I remember just seeing that word referring to Hanji as a devil. Because the only other time we ever hear the word devil being used in Attack on Titan is if it's being used like from a marleyan as like a really like derogatory type turn yeah pretty term, much you know? yeah it's pretty much like a it's pretty much almost it's almost like a slur towards island yeah. parody but yeah it is it is definitely used as a derogatory term yeah them calling the island devils and everything like that and you know maybe maybe that's a really good I, that's not something i really thought about that's yeah. that could be a really good implication yeah i mean i don't know if, if anyone has get, answers out there yeah, any more say, implications if we ever get that answer i don't know if we ever do you know um, yeah but but it'd be a cool little 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 fun fact because it would make sense because mm -hmm. they do have all this information. Yeah. And but we see that, you know, Sonis, he's essentially kind of passing on, you know, this this burden. This burden to Hanji. And I like Hanji's response though to her being called the devil. Oh yeah. She's like, yeah, I think you might be right about that. <laughs> like she's not not angry. No, she's just no, like, no. Mm, she actually yeah. flips the script to you. You're probably you know. right. To actually, you know, now kind of throwing the fact that she's aware of that what they did to Pastor Nick, right? But also mm -hmm. saying like, literally, like, <laughs> is like literally, she says, you know, that I bet Pastor Nick felt the same exact way about you. Mm -hmm. That's why I felt sorry for you 
right? She goes, and then she starts literally like berating the guy, you know, yeah. like the fact that she calls him a pathetic, pathetic. grown ass man and willing like an infant. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and yeah. So Hanji, she's a badass, of course, you know, yes, and then of course. Karen also gives us an example and says, it's like Frieza calling the Saiyans monkeys. Yeah. That's also <laughs> it's another thing too, where like that, that's what, um, you know, the derogatory term yeah, for the Saiyans are, you know, is that these monkeys and, and stuff, you know, like an insulting nickname. Yeah. Because they, you know, obviously they have the tail and everything and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But it's just the, the disdain and the disgust that Frieza goes out there yeah. and like has for like, you know, just Calls them monkeys, as, like, with hatred. monkeys, you monkeys, you know, yeah. and stuff. And, uh, and here we have, you know, Ralph referring to Hanji as a devil. So I couldn't help but kind of put two and two together. I'm like, yeah. whoa, hold on. Like, does this guy, obviously, again, my mind went to, they're killing off people who know about, yeah. or at least are curious about the other side of the wall. Yeah. And then, you know, we have this guy referring to somebody as a devil. And if we know anything about Attack on Titan, it's that everything is so purposeful yeah. and so like meticulous that i feel like it's not an accident that he's calling yeah yeah devil. yeah it's not especially knowing as much as he knows i feel like it's not accidental yeah i feel like it, it definitely because attack on titan is really good about these purposeful details that again we just <laughs> fly over our head as definitely. viewers in the current current moment but then we see again in the future and then we callbacks to stuff and realize oh crap that was foreshadowing oh my gosh that makes so much sense and then it just leads you to more questions yeah <laughs> Definitely. Actually, before we continue on, it's cool that Kyra mentioned Frieza mm -hmm. and Saiyans because I want to go ahead and talk about a little story. A story that I actually just told you recently, Alex. But mm -hmm. so me out of curiosity, I'm like, okay, you know what? You guys know uh, we've said it before. We're like, we aspire to be voice actors. It's something that's a dream mm -hmm. job of ours, you know. But we want to know where even where to start. But I came across a video on YouTube, and it's a uh, voice actor Eric Vale. For anybody who knows Eric Vale, actually out of uh, homage here, I'm wearing a. Yeah. This is kind of weird. Speaking I wouldn't even plan Eric this, Vail. but. Here I am wearing this Shigaraki shirt because yeah. he voices uh, Shigaraki. Right for those of you that he also voices in terms of the reason why I brought this up is because for Dragon Ball Z, he voices Trunks, right? And so I was like, okay, this video came up. How do you become a voice actor from Eric Vale? And uh, he talks about one, how he got his start, right? And he mentions, hey, I was in trying to become an actor. I was in theater. He went to school for it. And then one of his uh, his classmates, she told him, hey, you should use your voice. You should try to go ahead and be a voice actor. I can go ahead and kind of reference you to somebody. Would you like, would you be interested in maybe kind of, you know, auditioning for it? You know, Eric Vale's like, yeah, absolutely. And uh, so he went and he auditioned and um, the audition went well. He said, he's like, all right, they told me that there was nothing there available at the moment, but hey, if there's any ca uh, casting opportunities that comes up, mm -hmm. they're going to give me a call. It's like, all right, cool. So two weeks later, I get a call and the person I did the interview with, the auditioning with, was in a panic. And that person was Chris Sabat. So anybody who knows Chris Sabat, Chris Sabat is the, you know he's the GOAT. If you don't he know his face, goat. you know his voice. You know, obviously, again, and we're talking about Dragon Ball Z here, right? Chris Sabat is Vegeta. He's Piccolo. He's done so many voices, right? Mm -hmm. Chris Sabat is everywhere in anime. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Chris Sabat, he's calling Eric Vale over in a panic like, look, Somebody just dropped. Do you think you could come in right now and go ahead and audition and just do an audition for this character? And Eric Vale's like, absolutely. Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll, I'll audition. So he went in, he drove over to wherever he needed to be. He auditioned. And then he said, that, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I felt good about it. He drove back home. And then, you know, when he got home, there was already a message waiting for him in his answering machine. Mm -hmm. He went ahead and he listened to it. And uh, it was Chris Sabat telling him he got the role. And that role 
is Trunks. Yeah. So Eric Vale, his first role was Trunks. That's how I became a voice actor. He said, you know, look, voice acting chose me. I didn't yeah. choose voice acting. It chose me, right? And that's so freaking cool, right? But in terms of how you know, to become a voice actor, his advice is to you, how do you become a voice actor? You become an actor. You start acting. You do all that, right? So, but I thought it was very, very funny how uh, Kyra mentioned uh, a Dragon Ball Z little reference. It's, you know, a video that I saw actually yesterday and uh, about Eric Vale. And uh, yeah, that's how he got his voice acting start was uh, he got referenced to go ahead and do an audition. That audition was, you know, for Trunks or not for Trunks. We don't know what that first role is for, but he got the role of Trunks, which is yeah. pretty badass. Um, kind of hit the lottery first first voice acting. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, yeah. it's yeah, he, he literally must have done well first enough seven. to uh, whoever fell out of that Trunks role, whatever, you know. Yeah. Hey, that was Eric Vell's ga- uh, his his way in and his mm-hmm. game for sure. So, uh, so yeah, just kind of a little story I want to go ahead and mention, uh, but very cool. And uh, it's a good thing you did, too, because, I mean, again, I'm wearing this shirt because I love Sugar Rocky yeah. and, and uh, Eric Vale kicks ass as that voice. Yeah, Eric Vale is so, so talented. He's, yeah. he, he, he's able to change his voice so well, too. Like, yeah. He's so talented. Yeah, definitely. For voice acting to choose him, he sure is, just seems so talented. I mean, obviously years of training and everything, but yeah, he's so good. Yeah. Also, somebody that's very talented. Can we talk about Hanji and like her talent for like absolutely just like launching a chair with a kick? Yeah, like the that was such strength. Like, like this what? is a wooden chair. Yeah, and you know that this is like made of like because this is you know this is back then. This is yeah. real like this is like high quality like, stuff, right? Real wood right here, and she's just yeah. She does like a spinning kick. <laughs> yeah, and so she goes and she literally launches this chair that absolutely kind of like explodes upon contact I with mean, given we don't know how long that chair was just sitting there <laughs> yeah. we don't know how like again this is real wood it's not really treated by anti-insect stuff yeah we don't know how well this is but i mean I, she it, she makes it look real easy to kick that thing across the room and just shatter it yeah definitely and so she destroyed this freaking furniture obviously levi's there he's he saw it and you know he's I love that Hanji still continues with the jabs, mm-hmm. you know, like towards like what she just dealt with. Yeah. Right. She refers to them as like cockroaches. Yeah. Right. Which is, yeah, I think it's awesome. Much. Like, um, I mean, given it's, it's kind of, it's implied, you know, the way that she says it for sure. Like there's such like a, like obviously she notices that Levi saw her do that. Yeah. You know, like, seems I made a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I encountered a large cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> like she just sounds so like, ugh. Obviously yeah. thinking about Ralph and obviously thinking about Sonus. Yeah, definitely Sonus, yeah. Um, but all right, but Levi said, uh, you know, all right, it's time for you to yeah, fill the rest of the squad in. Go relay that info that you now are very angry about. But yeah, yeah you should relay that info. So Valuable information. Let's continue now. So uh, we now return to Hanji. She's filling in the rest of the squad as they're all gathered sitting around the dining table again. Armin asks, so they plan to eat Aaron? And we see a petrified look on Mikasa's face as soon as she hears that. Of course. And then Hanji, she responds. Yeah. Aaron remembered a conversation between Ymir and Beratold. And then we flash back to that same moment as Ymir asks Beratold. You hold that against me? And then Beratold answers. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Suppose I have to believe he didn't want to eat anyone. And then the flashback ends as Hanji, she continues. 
Based on this, we can speculate Ymir used to be a mindless titan, just like the others, until she consumed someone. Someone from Berthold and Reina's group. We've never seen a titan turn back into a human by eating one before. That said, Reiner's comrades aren't normal humans, and there's a different set of rules for humans that can turn into titans. My thought is this. If a titan eats someone with that power, then it'll transform back into a human. What's more, they'll obtain whatever powers that human had. In the battle the other day, Reiner was throwing titans at Eren as he tried to run away. He knew that Eren had the power to, to take command of feral titans with his scream. If Eren's death would have meant that power was lost, he wouldn't have risked it. I think he hoped one of the titans would eat Eren and take his power. And we see that in this moment, Eren appears to be currently locked away in some dungeon with reinforced rope around his arms, his wrists, and his ankles. We see that he has a blindfold and he has that metallic mouth guard that we had mentioned in, in previous episodes that is preventing him to see or to bite. And that rope we see is tied to shackles that is connected to the dungeon wall. So they got this dude really reinforced yeah. and making sure he's not moving yeah. at all, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, with I mean, it's obvious why, but still, yeah. they're, they're taking every precaution that they can. Yeah. Um, and then Hanji, she uh, finishes her point. My point is... If the government has a titan of their own, they'll use it to eat Eren. Mm. And now Mikasa has heard enough. <laughs> of course. As we see her heading for the door, but Levi stops her and tells her, Calm down. I know you want to get Eren back, but going on a rampage won't help with that. Anyway, we're heading for Rod Rice's estate. Prepare to leave at once. The team, they acknowledge their new orders and... We see the Levi squad. They're, all not, they're now exiting the door. And then Hanji, she informs Levi. I'll go tell Irvin everything we've learned about the Rice family. I'm sure he's waiting to hear from us. You head for Lord Rice's estate. I'll find you when I can. And now we go to Irvin's room. As we see him reviewing some papers. But then he hears a knock on his door. And then the door opens as a garrison soldier informs Irvin. Um, pardon, sir, but the commander of the garrison has just arrived. And we see that Irvin is surprised by Commander Pixis and his sudden arrival. He's asking to speak with you. And Irvin responds, Very well, then. And then the soldier leaves, and now we see Pixis standing at the door, and he's out of uniform. Forgive me for dropping in unannounced, but I just couldn't stand still, you see. I finished reading your letter, and I have a few thoughts of my own. The soldier now shuts the door, and we see that Irvin, he's closing the drapes. But first, I have to ask, you are serious, right? And then Irvin answers, yes, I have a plan to retake Walmaria and to dispose the government. And now, in the dark of night, we see that Rod Rice and Astoria are traveling in a heavily secured carriage with those same men in the black trench coats and bowler hats. But we also see Aaron subdued and asleep at the feet of the carriage. And then we return to a stern Irwin looking at Pixis. And Pixis looks like he has a lot on his mind. Pixis tells Irwin 
Hmm. I knew this would happen someday. The state could only hold people in this cramped world for so long before they began to lash out. And I knew that when that time came, I would have to point my gun at the king I'm sworn to serve. And then Irvin tells Pixis, Should a certain hunch of mine prove to be correct, it may be possible for us to carry out this plan without military force. My objective, at least, is a bloodless coup. And then Pixis responds, Ah, then by all means, go on. If such an option is plausible, I'm for it. And then Irvin now explains, Well, the catch is that the groundwork for this has yet to be laid out. And if things don't go as I think they will, there's no plan B. I and everyone else will be hanged. And Pixis responds, Oh, is that all? So, is this another one of your great gambles then? And then Irvin continues, Seems I may be a betting man to the end, and I expect the news to come shortly. If you care to wait, I'd like, to he I'd like you to hear a story from my childhood about my father. He was a teacher. To be continued. Ah, some more foreshadowing moments. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and next episode learn about the importance of Irvin's father, who, mm -hmm. again, a part of the poll, we realize that he's not going to survive, unfortunately, yeah. but he knows too much. He's a teacher who, uh, yeah. Who obviously Irvin thinks very highly of, given, you know, all this information. And Irvin is like, we know Irvin's, he probably gets that from his dad, just the drive that he has to know the truth yeah and to like find the truth and everything like even when he was what was it he was smiling that one time where it was like oh there's people in those titans yeah and of course definitely. levi was shocked with the so those things have been killing it's like humans and then we see Irvin smiling because like why are you smiling new we have information, a step closer to the truth definitely any new information that that Irvin gets it's as you mentioned it's a step towards yeah right Figuring all this out yeah. to save humanity. And then Levi's like, wow, one full step, huh? <laughs> Just one step? Yeah. It's better than you guys have done before. Yeah. Um, it is what it is, I guess. And then obviously we don't know this exact plan that Irvin and Pixis are alluding to, but we will in coming coming episodes. Yeah. Um, but it has to be, you know, a pretty intense plan for the, the for, you know, Pixis to be like, are you serious? Irvin's, I mean, Irvin claiming that, yes, I guess I'm a gambling man to the end. And if it doesn't work out, we'll be hanged. It's punishable by death. Yep. Which we know that Irvin is a treason, is a high know? risk, high reward kind of person. Yeah. So. But he also likes to involve other people, you know, yeah, and all that. Sadly, he needs, but, he needs a lot of help from yeah. other really valuable assets and valuable people. Yeah. But. Yeah, but we'll see, you know. Um, he's also a brilliant man. And I, you know, a lot of people have trust in him. I, I yeah, trust him. But there's also tremendous respect too, you know. Um, mm. But let's kind of go ahead and talk about how it's something we've, we've, they've been very kind of coy about is this conversation, right? This mm -hmm. Aaron has overheard this conversation. So he wrote it down. He gave this note, this letter to Hanji mm -hmm. and Hanji needs to go ahead and explain it to Irvin. And it's like, okay, what is this conversation? They're not really telling us what this conversation is, right? Mm -hmm. We come to find out that the reason why at least... Hanji is aware of, of of the plan to eat Aaron. Yes. It's because of this conversation. That conversation that Ymir had with Bertold is pretty much like, you know, Ymir is referring to how she 
ate one of the comrades, right? One of Bertolt and Reina's comrades. Mm -hmm. And that's why she was able to go ahead and turn back into a human. But now she has these abilities. This jaw right? ability, yeah. And so now, again, the theory, this this idea that they have is that they're going to go ahead and eat Aaron so they can take his power, yeah. right? And that's why they even mentioned yeah. like it also means that they have a titan. The government has a titan mm -hmm. in waiting that they can go ahead and feed Aaron to, yeah. right? They plan on, yeah. Yeah, and we're well, at least that's that's the assumption. Yeah, that is the Obvi assumption. Obviously, yeah. we don't spoiler. They at this point they have no idea about any spinal fluid. No, no, no. any way that you can just and that just turn into show. a titan. But they are already like with just that little conversation, they already yeah. are so smart and so observant that are they are that close to the truth because that that's correct. They got that right just from that little. Do you blame me for it? No, I guess you know whatever you could have eaten eating somebody da, da, da. yeah and for just that small exchange to be like yeah their plan is to eat aaron because you need a titan to eat someone with a titan ability to become one and that's why rhino was trying to chuck tight like it just the way that they end up tying things together is just they they're so brilliant yeah they're very observant you know and even in like moments of crisis you know where it's like it's so easy to just like tunnel vision Freeze just go ahead and just run panic. run run you know or whatever or just like okay whatever what, what do we need to do okay let's go Go this uh, nope, without dropping nope, my phone you always have to drop your phone <sighs> but, um but yeah i mean ex exactly they're very observant they go ahead and they retain that information and then you know they're able to go ahead and build these theories that end up kind of becoming true right mm -hmm. but unfortunately for our past people if they have theories that end up are kind of becoming true yeah. they're just you gonna kill too them much. you know too much all right we got to go ahead and kill them yeah. right but um obviously that's what they're trying to do here right they're yeah. trying to kill you know the uh, levi and the squad you know because they they're becoming they, they're knowing too much right um, but going back now to, to, to Irvin, right? Something Eddie mentioned is that to your point, life is about risks, mm -hmm. right? And Eddie also says that Irvin is a perfect example of that. Yeah. He's yeah, a very high risk, guy, high reward yeah. kind of guy. That's just, he will do what he's got to do to get that truth. Definitely. He seeks the truth. You know, and this is the gamble I'm guessing he's referring to when he tells, you know, he tells, uh, um, 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 Niall, Niall Doc, who is the commander of the MPs, right? He goes and he alludes to, to Niall. Like, I have a gamble, mm -hmm. right? Because obviously, Niall is not giving any sort of information to, to Irvin. And Irvin's like, all right, well, if you're not telling me anything, I'm going to make sure you know that, look, I have something planned. Mm -hmm. um, and we see that plan. It's, it's you know, he's, he's going to try to orchestrate a bloodless coup. Yeah. Right? And, uh, man, that could be so difficult to pull off. Yeah. Right? Especially in, in the AOT universe here. Right. Uh, when you, especially when you have a government that's just so willing to just kill, you know, with without a whole lot of details, it's more like, yeah, OK, they, their theory is getting really close to the truth. Yeah. It's like, OK, we've been instructed to go ahead and kill these people because these people know too much. All right. Let's just do that. Right. It's All right. Like, that's my duty. I'm just going to, you know, whatever my task yeah. is, just do it and murder these people without second questions for the sake of the king yeah so this bloodless coup idea it's uh this gamble is going to be a very very big gamble and as pixis has he referred to it as a, another one of your great gambles huh yeah, yeah. yeah. this is going to be a huge yes. gamble right um, of course he's a gambling man yeah uh but we see now man that we're starting to get some of the questions that we were given you know in the first two episodes of season three we're starting to get more information mm -hmm. right uh, we're starting to now really kind of realize like what the motivations are for some of these 
you know the government and for you know now with the Levi squad you know and, and, and Captain Levi it's you know hey we know their motivation obviously is to get Aaron and Historia back they didn't understand mm-hmm. how important Historia is until you know thankfully San is <laughs> yeah gave us that information right yeah that she is a part of the Rice family and she is the She's rightful true, heir yeah and uh, so now again that just only adds to their motivation that they need to get back historia and aaron right and then obviously now that motivation for them being like we need to get back aaron because they're going to try to kill him and 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 take his Mm -hmm. his abilities yeah right and they know that he has i mean haji literally says that he has the abilities to command feral titans like Mm -hmm. again the fact that you'd mentioned you know a a couple minutes ago that they're so smart to start piecing things together like the fact that haji is so like just so perceptive and just like able to just tie these little occurrences together that obviously in the moment yeah. you're so confused you're like how is this able to happen and all it took was just one little one sentence for yeah. to back exchange yeah. and all of this was figured out yeah definitely um i mean again Hanji, she knows that she's she's another and others of course she's another very very bright mind and of course and attack on titan not right? just not just because she has glasses she's actually <laughs> yeah. just yeah so curious and so perceptive and she's she's brilliant yeah yeah just just as you said i mean she's got that curiosity but she also has that intelligence so in Mm. a way she's kind of like a combination of Irvin's dad and armin's parents yeah (laughs) sadly yeah tie in whatever for this episode (laughs) yeah um just as we talked about earlier yeah and uh except she has a little bit more curiosity towards titans than i can't tie in any other person has yeah um she's definitely uh i can't tie in historia's mom to that because hanji's not a whore so yeah 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 sorry that was the case to be like hey hanji she's a combination of all three of them no she's a whore for knowledge yeah she's a whore for titan knowledge (laughs) well i mean that in the nicest way (laughs) yeah um but yeah, I, I mean, again, we just we're, we're seeing the, the the powers that be were trying to go ahead and create plans, which is very very cool because you know we see one side we got Rod Rice he has his agenda, yeah. right, and then obviously we see now with with Hanji and Levi getting more information, you know, we see a plan start finally kind of coming together, and then we start seeing that hey, the power that be that is the commander of the scouts, Commander Irvin, mm-hmm. you know, he has a plan of his own too, right. And I talked about motivations and stuff, and then it's like, but the other side, with Rod Rice, we're gonna see what that really what that motivation is because, as you mentioned, I mean, right now we're getting a very kind of different lens of yeah. of who this person is. Yeah, right. We're being led. I mean, as uh, we're being manipulated. Uh, yeah, no. As an audience, you're being led to believe that this person is something that he is not. Yeah. And yeah, as Historia is being manipulated by them, we are also, as viewers, being manipulated by him in the same, uh, the same perspective, in the same time. Attack on Titan is so good at manipulating us yeah. <laughs> into seeing perspectives into different ways, and I can go on and on about that. But yeah, yeah just Attack on Titan is so good at that. At that. One thing that's always going to be consistent is that Mikasa for whatever reason like you know we see here as soon as she hears the words like as soon as she hears they a question from our from our men like so they plan to eat Aaron we can see her she literally like she has a look on her face like yeah like instantly yeah like, there's no rationale it's just I need to go save him yeah like, like we don't even know exactly where he's at <laughs> exactly like, I'm just gonna go searching for him all right 
You need to think about it first. Don't just act. And then what does Levi say? is like, I mean, there's the, you going on a freaking tearing spree yeah, is not yeah, going to... A rampage is yeah, not going to... not going to solve anything. Yeah. Let's actually think about this first. Let's make a little bit of a plan. Yeah. Um, we all know that you're very capable and you are very well aware of that too, but let's have a plan. <laughs> Definitely. Let's figure things out first because we're just figuring out why he wants to be eaten and yeah. But her loyalty doesn't change. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll go, we'll go ahead and we'll finish up that episode next week. Mm -hmm. Where we will then, hear about what we hear about Irvin's father and he was a teacher. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll find out more about him, which I'm actually excited about because, you know, again, there's certain parts of the story where I'm very, very foggy about because it's yeah, like it, it's stuff there's that's so just quickly mm -hmm. put into the story, yeah. right? When there's already like so much going on yeah. to the story, like... It's it's hard like, to remember all of it. It's something that obviously I don't want to say it's not significant, but it's just like such a small part of the big picture, you know, where it's yeah. like it's so it easy a small to forget piece to this giant you know? puzzle. Yeah, that obviously, we're all very well aware of the main yeah. <laughs> idea of the puzzle, but all these little pieces get kind of foggy and how the puzzle was came to be. Yeah, and uh, and that's why I was excited to go ahead and and go back and dive into Ymir's you know origin because it's something that I remember like. I was very, very cloudy about. I was like, yeah. okay, like, what? Like, how and stuff, you know, and all that. And so when we went back and we really discussed it, and it was cool to go ahead and, and you know, really go back and, and learn more about it, mm -hmm. you know? So it, it was cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, we, we love going and learning more stuff about Attack. And, uh, and, um, and we're only going to see more foresh foreshadowing moments as more episodes come yeah. out and more seasons come out because, again, there's so much like parallels to stuff and there's so much oh, yeah. like foreshadowing like it's just so in depth oh yeah that i mean i already know in the the rest of this final season we're going to see so many more parallels and so many more like hints at stuff and just like more questions you know and hopefully we get more answers and yeah i'm excited yeah and then hopefully next week we can go ahead and start talking about that new episode that we watched, mm -hmm. you know, so go watch it. Yeah, go. We're watch giving you that guys a week to go ahead and yeah. you know, this is plenty your guys' time. attack the talk homework. <laughs> go watch that. Go new watch episode. that new episode so that we can go ahead and talk about it. Because again, as Lexi mentioned, we don't want to be the reason why people get spoiled. Of course, you know, we yeah. would hate to be that yeah. reason. You know, it's like man, for any of us to go ahead and and and, and spoil something that would just be so great yeah. to witness on your own and experience. It's own, and be like, like, oh my god, journey. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So go watch it. Yes, that's your homework. Go watch that. <laughs> go watch it. And then, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll exactly. Eddie's, yeah, Eddie's exactly. also go saying it, go watch it. Um, but yeah, we're, we're excited to go ahead and talk about it because there's so much to talk about, of course. And then, you know, we'll talk about it. And then, hey, however far, it, you know, however long it takes us to get to that point, eventually we're going to go ahead and we're going to actually yeah. go talk about it more in depth and all that and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and man, you know, I, I, all I'll say, Lex, is that watching that episode, I thought I was ready. But I just wasn't yeah, ready for the things same. that I saw, you know. And again, it's like it's just everything that you can ask for in an Attack on Titan. Yeah, definitely so. delivered that yeah. episode. That episode great. definitely delivered. But again, in Attack on Titan fashion, keeps you wanting more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I read the manga. I read the manga. Yeah. Uh, Rubs mustache. Yeah. But this thing though is that like one of my friends asked me yesterday. 
is this how the story's going to end? I mean, we've we've talked about it. Like this is going to be an anime original ending, right? Yeah, that's what I actually was recently talking about this with um a friend uh, talking about how it's like because he because we know that Isayama originally had that manga ending. Yeah, then yeah. He decanonized it or whatever the correct term is, <laughs> and then he made a new ending. Uh, made that one canon. Yeah. And from trailers that we've been seeing, <laughs> uh, or even just little insights that we've been seeing about the coming uh, anime final season, yeah. there's some visuals that we're seeing that aren't in the manga. So it seems like, from what I've been hearing, like we're getting an anime original ending. Yeah. Which is, I mean, just its own. I, I, I'm... Very thankful that, like, I think it's so cool that anime watchers, like, just because again, me and you, we're both are pretty much anime. Eddie too, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like me and you are both um, These anime watchers. Yeah, I was gonna say me and you are both anime only watchers. I mean, you've read the first couple volumes of the manga. I have, yeah. After watching the the anime, of course, but um, yeah, as anime only watchers, um, it's cool that we get to see, we get to have our own individual experience with a oh, yeah. titan and i have no doubt that this ending is going to be it's going to deliver yeah, for sure deliver you know because it see mappa always has i don't i i think yeah chiron is Kyron also, also anime, anime only. only and um yeah and eddie is also yeah anime only uh and um <sighs> same bro honestly same attack on titan just makes me want more yeah, yeah that's what they're so good at but Eddie's, he, Eddie here, he's, he's saying that I, I heard that some events that happened in this newest episode are indicating that we're getting the manga ending, but oh. who knows? As long as Isayama is satisfied and feels completed as he drops the pen, I know the ending will deliver. Of Very course. well said, yeah. Eddie. I love that. I also heard that, I'm not sure this is true because, you know, there's a lot of speculation on everything. I also heard that it's actually the MAPPA writers that are writing the anime original ending. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is a lot of responsibility there. Yeah. I mean, MAPPA has always delivered in their stuff. I mean, with obviously Attack on Titan, with Chainsaw Man, with I think they also did Spy Family. They're, they have been delivering after, like, I can only imagine how how tired that they are, but they have just yeah. been constantly delivering. Like, not I haven't gotten disappointed by them at all so far. Hell and yeah. And even with the way that they... um. Given, you know, maybe some things don't look correct to the manga, some things don't, but even in the release, like re-release Blu-ray version of stuff, I don't know if you've seen it, but I recently saw a comparison between the original show animation and like the type, type of scenes and then the the um, Blu-ray versions. It's already like, I didn't realize it could get any better. Mm -hmm. Like it is just so cool seeing the little changes that they've done. That's what's really cool. I, there's that. times where that comes up over on like my like recommended on YouTube and stuff, you know, yeah, when, they, when, the, when they do go ahead and they alter. Because they, what's cool is that it's almost like they're perfectionists, you know? Mm -hmm. Or at least it, it's cool that they go back and they want to go ahead and, and clean up, as you mentioned, you know, certain things that maybe look a little weird or some mm -hmm. things, you know, where they know that they, they could be better yeah. and all that. And, and yeah, that's it's... You got to just give it up. Again, as Kyron mentioned, they don't miss. You know, yeah. I know. Uh, of course. I mean, you can tell that they really, yeah. like, this isn't just a job to them. Yeah. Like, they are really invested in this. Like, from something as little as, like, oh, we changed his eyes and the shadowing in this scene. Yeah. To something as big as, like, yeah, we added this character in the background or we added this in here. And it just, like, makes it so much better and you're yeah. so much more, like, immersed into it. Like, I. I've I've been seeing a couple comparisons of from from the final season. Mm -hmm. uh, Me too. Yeah. What it 
was as we watched it in the show to what the blu-ray version is and it's it's just been so amazing seeing that and yeah i have full faith and trust into mappa if they are writing this anime ending yeah very very cool um i'm very curious actually i want to ask um uh, i want to ask our new friend valo sun god if uh Valo, sun if god you're if here. you're still here i'm just curious because as you mentioned earlier that you're you're just here for for the adventure man and we appreciate that but uh, i'm just curious how far along in attack on titan are you have you yeah. w been watching because i know we're, something earlier we were talking about just a few minutes ago about like just being anime watchers and all that um so i'm kind of curious uh if our friend sun god has um has been watching at what point or where are you yeah, at attack on titan are, are you yeah. caught up because he, um, he did just he mentioned earlier in the stream that he does he doesn't read the manga uh-huh but yeah, how far along are yeah, you yeah, in exactly. the anime? Yeah, so... Because I think it, all of us in chat right now are anime only. Anime I only. think so, yeah. Because I know that with Zach, Zach, he he reads the manga and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, Zach's one of those uh, people where he... Again, he, like... Yeah, once he's He wants to learn so much show, more. He fully, yeah. like... He fully dives in. Yeah. Gets any bit of information that he can. Yeah. Um, And I know that Marco also uh, has read the manga. Um... He's not in stream with us right now, but mm -hmm. yeah, no worries. Yeah, if Sun God, he's if he's at work right now, no worries. So, Kyrene, if you can, if if you oh, know, yeah. no um, if he watches the anime or, or I mean, if how far along he is, you know, we'd appreciate that. I was just kind of curious. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to know, because um, again, we are a little we are a little community. Of course, we want to we want to cater to you guys just as much as you guys help us out mm -hmm. and everything. So we want to be sure that you know all the information that we're talking about is is interesting to you guys and that. We're all having a nice conversation, not leaving anyone out. For sure. But um, but yeah, I want to take the time to go ahead and let's give it up to, to Mappa. Oh, or just freaking definitely. For kicking ass. Yes. Good job, Mappa. You guys yeah. like, like, uh, like, um, who is it? Uh, Kyron said they, they don't miss. Yeah, they don't. They are so good at what they yeah. do. Oh, Sun God. Yeah, Sun God said, "Watch it, of course. Just not fun with the manga." Uh, yeah, no worries. Uh, That's so, fine. are you? Yeah. So, uh, for so Sun God, are you caught up uh, with uh, with the anime? Just kind of curious. Yeah, just to just to see. Um, that way, I know that not to spoil anything too crazy, you know. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I know at the times we're in our discussions and stuff, you know, we go ahead and we a lot of times refer to something that happens really far down the line. Yeah. You know, because of and course, in Attack on Titan manner, they foreshadow things way yeah, there's a lot the of future. Foreshadowing for sure. So, I, of course, for in our in our analysis, we're gonna tie that together. We're gonna say yeah. that. Awesome. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Good to know. Cool. Yeah, it's good Thank that you, we're not talking Appreciate about it. the newest episode. Uh, yeah. If you do have time, Sun God, please go check that out. It delivers. Yeah. It definitely delivers. Yeah. As Lexi mentioned, you know, you have some homework and that home we'll give you a week to go ahead and watch that, yeah, that new episode. Watch that hour. Um, but yeah, it's very cool. Thank you so much for that, Sun God. Awesome. So Sun and God. And we're happy to up. happy to have you, of course. Oh yeah, no doubt. Thank you so um, much for tuning into our stream and staying in. Even while while you're at work. Yeah. Jeez, thank you so much. Wow. You're Oh yeah. You really got that that loyalty. Thank you. Wow. And thank you, Kyron, for uh, introducing for introducing us to your friend Valo Sun God as well as introducing Sun God to us. Yeah. We love it. You know, honestly, Kyron has done so much for us, man. Yeah. Kyron. I mean, all our the friends here, we... The support that our, that our friends of the show have is yeah. just like unmatched. Like, I 
can't believe that we just happened to just stumble upon these just amazing people. I was going to say, I mean, we have our Levi Squad members, mm -hmm. you know, joining us. Obviously, we have Eddie, we have Kyron, right? Mm -hmm. And hey, look, Sun God's climbing up that, those ranks. Yeah, you he know? is. He's, he's getting Sun up Sun God's there. doing his thing over in his, right now, his training as a cadet. He's doing his thing. We love to yeah. see it, right? His assists um, are getting a little, you know, yeah. up there in, in yeah. stats. And yeah, stats are. He's climbing up the ranks for yeah. sure. He's getting up you there. You know, he's a good. He's a good <laughs> prospect that we see over in the train in the in the cadets for sure. Yeah, but, yeah uh, definitely. But yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, our Levi Squad members here. I mean, they're they kick ass. You know, I mean, we thank you guys so much for the for the support and all that. Your guys, yeah, your guys' loyalty and support <laughs> continues to shock Kyrie, us. He's still got a ways to go. Yeah, yeah, Kyron's yeah, like, yeah. I don't forget <laughs> yeah, yeah he's still got a ways to go yeah yeah for sure um yeah i love it but in attack to talk fashion thank you guys so much we, we will oh yeah die Day on one. this hill of constantly thanking you guys and yeah. appreciating you guys like you guys still continue to shock us and your your loyalty and your your support and uh yeah i don't even have the words thank you <laughs> yeah Definitely. We, I mean, we go we go on and on about it every episode, but again. But that just you. goes to show, man, that, that we don't take any of this stuff really for granted. You know, like we are just so appreciative of just all the support and your guys is just the fact that you guys just take the time, man, to just join us and uh, you know, yeah. I just we want to make this just uh, an enjoyable experience amongst all of us as friends. Mm -hmm. You know, just to talk about some AOT and all that, and then. Uh, you know, there's times where I'm like, man, I'm going over the episodes as you know we're we're doing the prep stuff, and I'm like, yeah. How are we going to make this episode like lively and fun? You know, like yeah. we're talking about all this BS crap of like, know. you know, terrible parents and yeah, know, all of this murder behind the and, scenes and, you know, government. it was like, man, you know, they, yeah, the freaking, you know, the government being so like just all the so collusion and stuff and all that. And like, how are we going to make this episode fun? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like what conversation but, um, are we about to have with, with our little community here? Yeah. But yeah. And, uh, our Levi squad. Definitely. Uh, but I mean, we're just so thankful that you guys just join us, man. It's so much fun just being able to go ahead and talk AOT with you guys. Um, but yeah, definitely Kyron's day one, you know, mm -hmm. Eddie day one for sure. Yes. Thank the you. Day thank ones. You. I mean, we love you guys so much. Um, thank you for giving your hearts. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that like, I had these kind of like visions and dreams and stuff like that and aspirations for the podcast where it's mm -hmm. like, obviously we have a ways to go, uh, talking about all these episodes, you know, in, in mm -hmm. chronological order. I'm like, man, you know what? And splitting them up into multiple parts. Yeah. And I'm like, day. shoot, man. I would love to go ahead and keep climbing up these ranks to where it's like, maybe this is a form of like, I want to go ahead and just do some manifestation, but I'm like, Hey, can you imagine actually having legit studio and being able to go ahead and have our friends really join us and stuff like live and stuff, that. you know, having, so where we can literally our Levi squad come in and join us. Yeah. And, and, and you know, be being able to go ahead and being able to like live share ideas and yeah. insights and everything with everyone would be and so And just go cool. into some serious full in depth, you know? And uh, hell yeah, and yeah. uh, yeah, like that would be awesome. And again, it's something where I'm like, had these visions and stuff of like where I would love this, this the podcast to go and all that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but dude, that would be amazing, yeah, you know. That's yeah, that's a dream, that's 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 the goal. <sighs> and we would love to take you guys along with this. Thank you so much for joining us with this journey. and well, because we've said it before, I mean, look, our friends of the show aren't just, you know, 
people that we have in chat. I mean, you guys yeah. are very much a part of yeah. this podcast. We're where I mean, we are guys, today because yeah. of you guys. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys are a part of the podcast, no doubt. Definitely. You guys, you guys know that for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, is there anything else we really need to focus on? Because I know that now we're going to go ahead and learn more about, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, Irvin's father, and learn more about that. Yeah. Um, we'll see how this gamble pays out and all that. Yeah. Um, I I want to learn more about Kenny and his involvement. Kenny is such yeah. an interesting character to me, yeah. you know? And we don't get to see a whole lot of behind the scenes stuff that yeah. we're doing. Like, or, or that, like how we got into this, what he's a part of. Like, again, we'll get more into that in the whole Levi backstory yeah. that we get to but see. But Kenny is one of those characters where you would love to go ahead and see, like if there was like a sort of, you know, again, we talked about like a spin-off, spin-off type series yeah. and all that, where it's like, okay, now we're focusing on, you know, maybe certain characters and all that. There's like two to kind of, well, there's, there's one that I would love to see and I'll go ahead and I'll say and we've talked about it before but like Kenny is one of those characters where like oh man you know it'd be cool to go ahead and see Kenny's upbringing and Kenny gonna go ahead and start like like why and how Kenny became the Kenny that we see you know what kind of fucked up stuff happened to him in his yeah. childhood to, to make him become this you know yeah. serial killer you know yeah because we just and, pretty much see him like our introduction to him is when he's already <laughs> like this slimy behind the scenes kind of guy like yeah. we already see him as that we don't know what brought him to this what his lifestyle choices have been his upbringing has been yeah um we don't know a whole lot about him but yeah i think if attack on titan decide to do a spin-off of a character i think kenny would be a really interesting one <laughs> yeah, we're turning into Jehovah it. Witnesses. I love it. Eddie says, you know, we're gonna start talking to people to follow the IG and have them join, and then the Kyron slow down. <laughs> yeah, because we're turning into Jehovah's Witnesses, and then just Kyron's JK, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I we, think what it is though. We appreciate your, uh, I guess, your advertising of us. <laughs> the that you're spreading the word about us and everything. No, but I love uh, where Eddie's coming from though, because I, I think Eddie also sees how much fun this is. You know, being able to go ahead and talk as a collaborative, you know, which is group and yeah. stuff. You know, and so obviously we've talked about it, where it's like the more the merrier, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we really yeah. appreciate your guys's your guys's support and spreading the word and everything, telling your friends and all that. I mean, don't go, you know, berating people. I mean, like, you need to watch this. Join this <laughs> now. Just, you know, just be like, hey, if you're interested in Attack on Titan. We go through every episode in chronological order. We I think it's safe to, to say join. it's safe to say that if you are a fan and you love Attack on Titan, then you know you're going to go ahead and enjoy what we do here. Because yeah. I mean, we go ahead and we, the fact that we're talking about you know some serious in depth conversations of Attack on Titan. I mean, it's like if you love Attack on Titan, then you're going to appreciate it. You yeah. know, even if you're not here for us, yeah. you could still be here for the people in chat because there's some awesome people that we have our, our Levi's oh, yeah. pod and everything. So. Yes, smarter minds than me for sure. Yeah, you, know? you guys are way more perceptive and knowledgeable than 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 us are on, on certain Attack on Titan topics. So, yeah, we're ju- we're just here to to to, <laughs> to get that content we're organized just here for you. To go ahead and kind of just you know make sure that we, we have a a formal kind of like lane yeah. that we're gonna just go ahead and drive. Just make through, sure they know? have some kind of structured <laughs> what we're gonna talk about, and you know sometimes it's not as structured as we planned, and that's that's okay. But that's the beauty of it, though. Yeah, that's okay. Going on these so- tangents and stuff, talk about just random stuff. I love it. Um, but another, I mean, as I said, Kenny is would, would be a fun little spinoff series, but you know, obviously oh, yeah, another one the other too character? is like um, I love um, Lucy. Um, yeah. 
When you say Lucy? I love Lucy. Oh. <laughs> Karen wants the TikTok password so we can advertise it. <laughs> uh, not not our TikTok password, but <laughs> maybe we could we could get into talks about about that because that TikTok hasn't been touched in a while, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. In terms of the social media sort of it, uh, the whole uh, whole part of it, I just like I don't know. I, that's that's its own like full time job. That's been pretty hard to like put no, because thanks, it's Eddie. one of those things. Um, um, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, I do want to. Obviously, I do want to post more on the Instagram, on the t- on the TikTok, and everything. Because um, if you if you guys weren't aware, I pretty much made all the edit stuff for the TikTok and for the Instagram. And we have Zach behind the scenes helping us out. Yeah. With the, Zach does the, the polls. He does the polls for the that. stories and everything. And, and that's all really, you know, there, there's so much behind the scenes stuff. That's that I really want to start, start doing where I would love to it's see flourish more, but yeah, it's a matter of, I am like a, a full-time call. I'm taking 19 unit full-time college student with a job and everything. I mean, it's, it's its own like yeah, full-time job. Not but you're also doing other account. stuff like you, you know, dog sitting and all yeah, that. You I, know, I got these other, you know, I got athlete and stuff. And yeah. Um, see, so Kyra says, that's why I'm here for the TikTok uploads. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can do it. <laughs> um, like I, the thing is, is like, yes, I could do a quick, like, like what I've done before on Instagram. I could do a quick, like episode clip, um, that we discussed. Um, yeah like a, a clip from the episode that we did discuss and mm-hmm. just like put that out there and, you know, announce that a new episode is out. But for the TikTok, I really, really want to just be more creative with that and yeah. put my all into it. And it's hard knowing that, like, that's why nothing's really been posted because I haven't had time to put my all into it. Well, I mean, Kyron, he's extending a helping hand. Maybe um, you can go ahead and talk with Kyron about all that yeah, and stuff, I would you know? love to have a little conversation about that to see what our... You know what are I would love to go ahead and even just you know, maybe talk with Kyron and, and see what Kyron has in mind for the TikToks and stuff. You know, yeah, and, I would and, love and to just, see your vision of it. Yeah, because that'd be really see awesome. If our visions, you know, if it's a if it seems to flourish into something really great, if you have that sort of that creative eye, yeah, and you have the facilities for it, then yeah, because I used to do like full on like in depth like editing of our yeah of our our um, actual podcast and like would make little edits about it yeah and when stuff. we were and with our early on we were stuff. audio right yeah when we were just audio, audio and i was and like oh there's no visual i'm just gonna do this yeah and obviously before we had nate um editing and creating thumbnails for mm-hmm. us for the for the youtube which if you guys haven't subscribed to the youtube or checked out the youtube at all please check that out nate yeah. is doing really great work on there uh, at attack the talk podcast on on um youtube please check that out he's doing some great stuff on there Art. yeah literally looks so professional he looks so good so, his editing is so like he understands like our vision and our crea- yeah or, our creative outlet and everything and he just the thing with, with nate too is that like is if so well. if you guys were familiar with our youtube you know before nate put in all this work i mean you would see that there wasn't a thumbnail and then you know it's like we were just uploading what the episode's what we have based off you know just on twitch and stuff right yeah but nate literally went back to every single one of our past episodes and gave it a legit thumbnail gave it an awesome title and all that and yeah. you know he just put in the work to again as i mentioned you know in the past two episodes of that uh you know just he's wants to make it more visually pleasing and, and yeah and, you know nate has put in some some serious work and uh yeah. definitely go check that out guys over in the youtube and all that but it, it's cool too like i know that you know again kyron he's i, I love kyron that you're, you're you man you you want to help man and I, I love it you know yeah um but so, definitely you know we could probably and, be in in talks in the yeah. uh, the coming weeks about 
what our um, what our goal would be for the TikTok and stuff and what you would be able to do. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Thank you. Yeah. Amazing thumbnails. Something I need to get on top of. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all. Again, that's bro, you're. I mean, you're, you're talking to the, you know, preaching to the choir here, man. You know, <laughs> like thumbnails, no clue, bro. Like something like again, Nate's just. Yeah, we don't. We don't know. <laughs> He's. Yeah. Uh, I. I. You know, I have a couple hands in editing and everything, but it's. It's not in depth. Like. Yeah. It's. It's not to the magnitude that Nate does. He's. He's. What he does is good work because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. My. My little random edits yeah. of. Uh, you know, Sasha. Very, beast-like eating a, some I'm bread like out of demon mode right <laughs> yeah, there. Full demon mode eating bread out of Chris's. Yeah arm with a attack the talk logo on her face was is about as far as i got have you heard <laughs> of a uh, goblin mode i <laughs> that sounds familiar but i don't know much about it <laughs> i just know that it's like a pop culture internet kind of thing well what it is i think it's uh, from what i saw it's a uh, goblin mode is like the thing about again for like dating and all that right okay it's when you say like you know you know i'm gonna I'm go in goblin mode right I'm gonna go and in, go into this date just full on goblin mode. What does that mean? That pretty much from what I saw, go all in. No, it just means that I am gonna go ahead into this date, not go ahead and and, and try to just be somebody I'm not. I'm gonna be unapologetically myself, okay. and you know what? Just go into it like that, and you know. um, I think that's what Goblin Mode is, is just going into it and just being 100% yourself. You know? Okay. I, it's not what I thought Goblin Mode and, meant, uh, but I'm glad that's what it means. <laughs> yeah. Because again, when I saw it too, I was like, what the hell, Goblin yeah, Mode? Goblin that sound doesn't mode. sound very good and all that, right? Because you think of a goblin, you don't think of yeah. but, uh, something I, I, necessarily and again, you positive. You might need to fact check that, but um, yeah. But I think that's, that's going to be our meaning of Goblin Mode. It's just be unapologetically yourself. Yeah. Go Goblin Mode. But Kyron brings up something, okay. Two years. Has it been two years? Has yet? it really? I need to check. Damn. Or did I'll, we start did the, we start in August? The TikTok. Maybe it was August and we're gonna be two years in August. Well maybe I should have checked the the Spotify then. Because on TikTok our first upload was uh eight thirteen twenty one. Really? Yeah. So, so that's pretty close. I think it was in August. Two years ago of uh, August, yeah. This coming August would be two years, right? Yes, this coming August yeah. is going to be two years. Yeah. I got to check that because now Kyron's got me curious. I know. Two years? No way. Time really does fly by when you're does. so involved with Attack on Titan. Let's go way back to yeah, it was then when's August 11th. Dang. 2021. Yeah, so in August, it'll be two years. Yeah. Oh, dang. It's crazy, huh? Dang. The concept of time. Then when was the, the last... <laughs> the last time I uploaded on the TikTok was October 17th of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Give Kyron that password. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give Kyron that password. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Remember like yeah, that was when we were still all years. audio with uh, with Zach and everything. Yeah, and yeah, that's 
And mm. that's when literally we're Sorry, just guys. barely figuring it out. I didn't realize it went by that far. <laughs> we're barely figuring it out. And uh, the audio, the quality is not yeah, anywhere near not what where it is we're now. at now. We didn't have the same equipment, the same knowledge. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And again, too, the quality of where we're at now, once again, it's a lot of it's a huge, huge credit to Nate. Because Nate is the one who really just, you know, referenced a lot of just really all of the equipment that we're using, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, again, Nate has been a substantial, substantial yes. part of why this podcast has just kind of just been growing and all he's that. He's helped give this uh, podcast quality. quality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 10K. Yeah, he's helped give this podcast quality. Yeah. For sure. He is the reason why you guys can hear us smacking our lips when we drink when we yeah, drink yeah, water yeah. and that you can hear our sniffs and that you could see every pore in yeah. our face man it's crazy to think back man like 2021 august 11th like wow and it's we were sitting shoot. around uh we were crouched around a a tv tray with your your phone yeah recording yeah and like not feeling comfortable enough to really like we were all nervous yeah, we we're put, like oh my god inside in, go. it was very like Okay, like let's just let's just go through episode by episode. Like yeah. you could you couldn't really see our personalities because we were too it was very tense. It was yeah. very new. We were very much new. And we to didn't really go off script at all because we were just no. like, all right, let's go ahead and let's just focus on the script and stuff like that, you know? And yeah. Because uh, we went through entire entire episodes. <laughs> and show my girlfriend your Oh, thank you, Kyron. Yeah. Um because we went through like an entire episode in like one hour. Yeah. And now we're going through. We're going we're to going some through, serious. We're going through 10 like, minutes of an episode in almost three breakdowns, hours. breakdowns, you know? Yeah. Given that it's not just the breakdown too. It's also us talking to you guys. And, yeah. You know, that now that we're live, we have your guys' insight and stuff. And we could talk about the Q&As and the polls. And Well, that's the thing is that, that early on, you know, we didn't really have any Q and A's and mm -hmm. polls to really talk about, you know, because yeah. we didn't really have like the community that we do now. Given, you know, obviously these guys, you guys here are, you guys are day ones. Yeah, uh, we, you know, it was when we were just so new to the podcast game, we didn't really know how to utilize a, a good, like how to utilize a good community that we have now, and it's only growing, and it's just amazing, and. Yeah, yeah, I definitely do not purposely go back and and listen to those those very early on uh, episodes because, gosh, we it seems it it doesn't seem like so long ago until I actually think back on it and how I was feeling. Yeah, and oh my gosh, the nerves! Even when we first started recording, and we're being like, okay, don't. We were so just like so rookies nervous. and stuff because. We did a whole entire like stream and all that, and 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 what happened was we didn't it, it didn't save. It didn't even save, yeah. <laughs> it so didn't that, save, so we had was, to. Uh, we were gonna go ahead and do, you know, the next episode, but I think it, it might have been Kyron too. Was like, hey, just do the episode again. Like we're here for it and stuff, yeah, you know. Like, do it and, again. Uh, do it all over again. Yeah. And Kyron says, kind of nostalgic. I'm not gonna lie, I revisited them last week. That's crazy. Yeah. To think that it's been so long. Yeah. And we're still here. But you know what, guys? That's, that's what's going to be so great about this is as we continue on with this awesome journey is that we're going to have a serious libra like library of just yeah. content that we can always go back on and stuff. And then who knows? Down the line, man, you know, as people, as they 
become introduced to Attack on Titan and they get like late to that game, mm-hmm. they might end up so, like somehow coming across this this podcast, coming across you know the YouTube channel, whatever. Coming across, you never know and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it's so cool to have like this content, this library of just like awesome, just breakdowns Years of Attack on Titan, of, you know, and of effort and content yeah. and creativity and your guys' help and inside and yeah. support and yeah. Yeah, so hearing the that. intro music. <laughs> yeah, hearing the intro music. Yeah, I mean, it's just, again, it's one of those things where, you know, we're going to have that awesome ability to just, again, like Kyron mentioned, like just be nostalgic and revisit, you know, and stuff. And I do remember that intro music. Like, remember that intro music that we had uh, when we were just audio and stuff, when we go ahead and we're getting ready to upload onto, you know, the Anchor site and stuff like that. And we can choose the, oh the my intro gosh, music yeah. to go ahead and start the music with, you know? The... Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah the, lo-fi, the lo-fi hip-hop. Yeah. yeah, I can hear it like right now in my head. Yeah. The... Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh my gosh, crazy, huh? That's so nice. That's crazy to think that something that we're obviously we're currently doing and we're like not even halfway through it. Yeah, is already so nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! One thing that I really do it's, it's cool. We talked about like intro music and stuff like that. Is that like I appreciate again? We're we're gonna I'm gonna go ahead and bring up Nate again, but like Nate has this really cool Attack on Titan themed intro and stuff, you know, and then even the ending. Like if you guys go back, if you guys go ahead and watch the YouTube, the YouTube videos that that get uploaded and you hear the awesome little like ending theme that Nate has for us. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those things, man. It's just like like I love it. And, And that specific ending theme. It's something that is so nostalgic for me too because it, it brings me back to like, you know, the first time hearing it as like the first time watching Attack on Titan, right? Yeah. It's and I nostalgic love it. for multiple reasons. Yeah. So if, if anybody hasn't hasn't heard that that ending theme that Nate has put at the end of our YouTube videos, you know, I think it's also there too for for Spotify as well, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, because we have the video there. It's, it's for... a, because you, Spotify is also a video compatible and stuff, mm-hmm. right? I believe it's also there in, in Spotify yeah. as well. You but watch the podcast on Spotify But I love well. that Nate added that and it's like, oh my gosh, like it's so cool. As they like, you hear the, the, the awesome, you know, AOT ending and then you hear us, us kind of like fading away and stuff, yeah, you know, all that. The reverb and, stuff, and, the... and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I love it so much. But um, but yeah, it goes to show how much I've aged, huh, Kyron? <laughs> We're going almost yeah. two years and look at me, man. I think it's really cool to see how much we've just grown as people. Because yes, yes, there is still time where you know we get nerves and everything. just earlier in this episode when I know I had to do this scream crying of Alma, I was yeah. of Alma, I was um obviously nervous, but definitely nowhere compared to as nervous as I was when we first started streaming, like yeah. the, when we first started the podcast. Um, but yeah, I think it's really cool just seeing how much we've grown as people, how comfortable we are, how comfortable we've gotten, just like. Being able to share our thoughts and, you know, go through Attack on Titan and show our passion for it. And we're only going to keep growing. And I think that's so cool. And yeah. obviously seeing like our community. I said, grow. I want us to grow to a point where like, like, man, where we have, you know, our friends like somehow joining us in an even yeah. bigger kind of capacity. I want to see you, you know, guys growing with us. Like, it'd be so cool to go ahead and have like a legit crew where it's like, man, like we can go ahead and have our friends, you know, over on like video and stuff you know and like literally yeah. you guys are like you know like on camera with us and stuff and then man yeah, that'd be so hanging out cool with you guys all that. um 
So Kyrie mentions, I don't know if y'all believe in God or even a higher power, but man, after I finished the manga, I started looking for an Attack on Titan podcast. And I think y'all actually started, actually just started making these at the same time I started looking. You know what, man? Like oh, yeah. I am a man of God. And, and you know, yeah. uh, it's, I, I, I full heartedly believe that for us, I mean, there's always a plan. There's always like uh, opportunities that are kind of presented in our mm-hmm. lives and stuff, you know? And, and uh, I, I, I believe that too, man. I think that we have all been connected in a sort of like fate for sure yeah you know and uh and whether you guys you know share that same belief or not i either way we're so thankful that you guys are here and that you guys have found us regardless on how you guys have found us regardless on you know how we have found you uh thank you so much for joining us in this journey definitely and yeah i think that's so cool that the same time Kyron, kyron was looking for an attack on titan podcast is when we were just we, starting, we were you know, just, you know, creating one. Yeah. And you know, what's funny too, is so that cool. like Kyron, I was looking for like a attack on Titan podcast too. Mm-hmm. And then I think some of the ones that I saw, like there was one where literally with one episode, one of their podcast episodes, they were covering like season one episode one through 12 and i'm like whoa whoa yeah. what are we doing here i'm like yeah, there's so much to unpack there's so much to literally episodes. talk about and i'm like man you know what it's like we can literally go through an entire episode mm-hmm. and like remember we actually tried focusing on the, an entire episode yeah right but then we realized we're missing out we're like, on so much information yeah, we're like right? we are really just speeding through this yeah like we gotta start cutting this down or because i mean sitting down for a podcast for like four or five hours would have been way too much so yeah let's just split it up we'll split it up but also too we'll be able to and go we don't ahead mind and prolonging and this this ending like yeah prolonging the journey so. yeah but that's the thing too exactly you know there's gonna be more content and stuff you know available but yeah i mean it just felt like we were just really cutting corners mm-hmm. you know we were like like oh, we felt like attack on titan deserved so much more because well, there's so much to talk yeah, about that's the thing you know into than just us like again we couldn't go through a full episode unless we just completely stuck to the script yeah. did not talk to anyone in chat and just and then focus exactly and, and on the story not, and getting through and the story and all that and to do that's not no. our vision of how we saw this podcast going no we wanted to give attack on titan the like give the writers the give Isayama the attention that his story deserves Definitely. and give you guys the attention that you guys deserve and able to tie it all together so yeah thank you and we're only going to continue growing continue progressing and yeah thank you guys yeah, so much but then i remember i was like looking and i was like man you know what like i remember i was telling like thinking myself like we literally talk about like you, me, and Zach. We talk about Attack on Titan mm-hmm. so much, yeah. and we get into some crazy, like in-depth discussions. Yeah, and we can do and... way better than just focusing on one episode. I mean, one through twelve or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like, and that's when I was like, I presented yeah. with the idea. I'm like, yeah. Let's do this, all right? And then, yeah. uh, and even then, that's no shade to that podcast. Uh, that no, Attack there's on Titan serious pod- shade <laughs> to that podcast. Like, what are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> like no actually serious shade um, like that's laziness it's, you know <laughs> it's definitely a like, different i'm sure you guys are probably higher quality in terms of like maybe production wise but yeah. guess what we're higher quality in terms of discussion man <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. it's definitely not the <laughs> not the the plan that we had and not the the creative not the view that we had on on a, an attack on titan podcast and i'm sure not a view that a lot of other people had so that's why we were like, you know what? Let's 
do our own. Yeah, in all reality, I mean, I mean, anybody who's a fan of AOT, it's like, man, you know what? We love them, you know, but we got a whole other kind of love we got going on here. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. we got love for you for being a fan of it, but this is where the real love is, you know, like we're showing <laughs> real love and admiration for Attack on Titan. And we got our friends here, man. They're like, literally, we just like, got some more time are, to put some more information. We're showing serious love. You know, that's what it is. Like, that's hey, call it, you know, just got to be got to be real. You know, yeah. I love it. But let's kind of go. respond and be like, that's not love. That is addiction. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. You know what? I'm that addicted is to AOT. hyper fixation. But, uh, like, you but know yeah. what? Fine. It is. And we're not going to be shy about it. I love it. So Kyron, early on, we're talking about how the fate and everything of us all coming together. And then Kyron is saying, Ymir's plan, the podcast is the coordinate tree. Yeah. The podcast, <laughs> it, everything ties together. Yeah. And then Eddie's meant to say, hey, he found us on his explore page funny enough oh so cool credit to that explore page it's awesome yeah thank you explore page. That, probably again, from the amount of hashtags i threw in on our post yeah but also <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a credit to eddie being a huge aot fan that's what yeah. it is you know and stuff because i mean if eddie wasn't the fan that he is and we talked plenty of times about how insightful eddie is and all the different crazy points that he put he like the different you know insight and all that in chat that he goes and includes where we're like oh shoot again i didn't see it from that kind of point of view or our you know he Eddie has brought up like crazy um like facts about something that happens like you know like callbacks yeah you know and all that and and uh, and even and stuff other, that I'm not even aware cool of little, like little facts like what were we talking about was it last week or was it the, you know, two weeks ago where uh, Eddie mentioned about um like uh like a, some sort of like spinoff or something or whatever Eddie do you remember what you were talking about where you were um. Oh, man, what was it? I remember even Kyron was like, wait, hold on. Like, there's that? Whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh, I think he... Oh, gosh. What was it again? But... And it's a point I'm trying to make is Eddie, man. Like... He was talking about how there's a... You're so freaking smart, bro. There's a prequel. Yeah, a prequel. Um, to, uh... Yes. Before the Attack fall. Attack on Titan. Before yeah. the fall. Exactly. Where I'm like, wait, hold on. Wait. Like, this is a thing? But, Yeah. I love Eddie, it. Bro, I'm a 21 year old making Attack on Titan music videos. I need a life. Hey, I'm 22, no. dedicating every don't every day of every week of my life. Yeah, don't even go there, Eddie. And talking to some other people that are also into it. Eddie, you've mentioned what your aspirations are, man. You know what? Like, you are creating this content, man. You know, and uh, that's just the start of it, my friend. Hey, these Attack on Titan music videos. That's just going to be one small branch of what it is that you're trying to eventually get to, you know? Mm -hmm. Just keep doing the things that you love, man, and keep working hard to go ahead and try to just, you know, accomplish these dreams that you want to accomplish. You know, like you said, you want to go ahead and aspire to become like a, this filmmaker, you know? You want to yeah. you know, even get into like directing and stuff like that, you know? And that is awesome, but just know, man, that like you got to put the work in, of course, yeah. but... If that just means you're starting by doing these Attack on Titan music videos, man, you never know where X amount of years down the line, where you're going to go ahead and think back. Like, we're thinking back now. We're going back, oh, man, you know, it's almost two years. Like, you're going to get to a point and be like, hey, remember when I used to make those Attack on Titan yeah, music those, videos? Those, those, yeah, and now, who knows, Eddie, you're going to be making this other kind of crazy content, you know, and stuff. And it's like, dude, like, we all got to start somewhere for sure, you know? And But also, as I mentioned before, man, this is just like Attack on Titan. It's something that we love, you know? Like, it's awesome. 
McCarran said, I'm definitely the oldest of the Levi squad, bro. Like, don't worry about it at all, man. You don't know how old I am. <laughs> AJ didn't say his age, so. <laughs> you don't know how old I am, bro. He doesn't look his age. He's actually 47. <laughs> wow. Exposed. <laughs> no. No, I'm not that old. No. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um... Yeah, Eddie says, yeah, Kyron, you have the most experience and wisdom. <laughs> Definitely. Um, love it. Yeah, love all the love and positivity that's being spread through the chat right now. Uh, yeah. We're about two hours and 30 minutes in now. Are we? Yeah. Bello's saying, you all making me feel way better about YouTube. I have a channel and everything set up. I'm actually making my first YouTube video Tuesday. Whoa! Yeah! Congrats, Sun God. Love he said it, he's man. ready for the journey. Yeah, we are too. That's what it is, man. You know what? Just don't get discouraged at all by like, we all have this idea where it's like, we want to go ahead and create something and we want it to get just like, you know, so many views, so many likes, so many whatever. And that's what, honestly, the reason why I'm not on social media is because I hate that idea of just trying to get that public approval yeah you know pretty much yeah that public kind of like well, praise and stuff you know likes then it's not worth doing yeah it. Da, 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 don't da. ever think that because then you're you're just going to be like <sighs> stuck in this weird kind of like mental block or whatever and yeah, stuff you know and then you're going to go ahead and prevent yourself from creating something that who knows somebody might go ahead and find it mm -hmm. and they're going to appreciate it mm -hmm. you know and that's just the truth of the matter if you can find yeah. somebody you know or whatever to go ahead and just like like what it is that you're doing that's just what it is, mm -hmm. you know? Because even, like, our whole motivation for, like, our goal in making this podcast wasn't even, like, yes, you know, it's okay to have aspirations and dreams. You know, we have aspirations, of course, to yeah. to have this community and to, you know, some someday be be uh, big enough to, you know, oh, maybe we'll get attention of some real, like, some, some Attack on Titan, like, some people who are involved in the actual making of Attack on Titan and stuff like that. That would be so cool one day, but... I've been on record to go ahead and say it'd be cool to have actual voice actors go ahead yeah. and call in and stuff, you know, be able to talk to the actual people who did the voices, yeah, you know? Yeah, behind the scenes, like, make have some real like some major appreciation to towards these people and have them on the pad podcast one day would be absolutely amazing mm. but our really main goal that we were focusing on very early on when we were making this podcast was we just wanted to create something that we felt like we were proud of exactly like we felt like we really put in the effort we wanted to have no regrets and yeah have no regrets be able to just do that and be like screw it if people don't don't view it don't like it you know that's fine we you know, I remember there was a time where we were just like, we had like what five, six episodes up there on on Spotify, and we were like, look, like we have content. Like yeah. that is the one thing that we really were focusing on is that look, we're making content that we were proud of, definitely, and that we that we were be like, oh look, we're doing it, we're doing what we always said we wanted to do. Look, we're, like it doesn't matter that we're only getting like max thirty listens. Yeah, like, yeah, that, none of that matters. It did. It didn't. Know? It didn't matter that we were only getting in the beginning. Obviously, had just a couple, a couple listens, and it was really hard to get to get some exposure. But we didn't really care. Like, the reality yes, we would love to is. share the share the the experience and everything, and get more people on and everything. And that, that's how much we. That's why we, you know, love our this little community and you, the Levi Squad, and all you guys so much. But our main goal was really to just create content that we felt like we were confident and mm -hmm. saying that yeah we put our our all into this and we we made this definitely and i like what you said is that like for us we wanted to go ahead and create something that we we're proud of right and uh 
that's what the goal was. Is like it wasn't just to make something just to get views. Yeah, to make something that we had fun doing. To where we can go back and literally just be like, look, like once we're done and we're 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 finished with this journey, we can always go back mm-hmm. and have that that yeah. library. Knowing that you we, know, we are proud that we did. That we're proud of what we did. Yeah, regardless on how famous we get or whatever, it's that to be we honest, created something. Fame is way overrated. Yeah. Like I don't want to be famous. I go on record by saying I don't want to be famous. I I wouldn't mind being rich, but maybe not being famous. Yeah, like (laughs) fame is overrated. Again, something we've always talked about too is like you know we're not doing this for the idea of getting paid for it. Like no. Yeah. Like this is something that we're just doing because we want to be proud of 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 the work that we put in and all that. And going back to you, uh, Sun God, it's like I love that you said you know I'd rather have a few people who really appreciate it right than millions who don't. Mm -hmm. And it does. It takes time. You know, like, look, we're we're talking about how, like, shoot, August is going to be two years that we've been doing this, right? Yeah. It does, man. It takes time. It takes effort. But the reality of it is, like Lexi said, is that you want to just make something that you are going to be proud of, right? And then keep keep on doing that. And then you are. You're going to find people who are going to appreciate, you know, the content you're, that you're creating, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, that's just what it is. So... Just don't be discouraged, guys. You know, just in life, there's always going to be ups and downs. Just keep pushing through, man, you know, and just keep working hard. It's just what it is, you know. Nothing worth having, nothing, you know, like reward-wise and all that isn't really going to go ahead and really happen without putting in all that work. Yeah. You know, that's just what it is. if it does, it's not that fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm not going to say people don't get lucky, you know, but um, there's a whole karma aspect. People get what they deserve. Yeah, Like people do get lucky, you know, people get big breaks. Something we talked about where it's like sometimes it's just like, hey, fate has you. I mean, I talked about freaking Eric Vale, you know, but how did he get to that point? Because he worked his ass he, he off. He worked, yeah. He and he literally hard. was trying to become an actor, you know? He was like doing Eddie what he could. Like Eddie mentioned earlier, like it was his calling. Yeah. And he knew it. And you know? He, you know, went after what he wanted and he just got a, he got like the the anime dub legend. He got a way in, Sabbath. you know? Yeah, he got, a, he got a way in through that hard work. I love it, Eddie. Eddie says, things that come easy don't last. Things that take time last forever. Yeah. Love it. That's that's a great Beautiful, way man. of looking at it. That's yeah. great. It's Beautiful. And that's coming from a 21-year-old. I know. That's from a 21-year-old, <laughs> yeah. Very wise. No. Um, yeah, guys. So just don't ever get discouraged. Keep creating the content you want to create. Be proud of it. You know, keep working hard. That's just really what it is, man. That's life. That's life for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I mentioned, to Eric Vale, I mean, just because he got that one opportunity, that one role as Trunks doesn't mean he stopped working. Like, I made it. I made it. No. Yeah, he went over and no. he kept busting his ass. And guess yeah. what? He went Work over now. He's the, the voice that you hear in all these different freaking, you know, dubbed episodes, the mm-hmm. dubbed anime. A lot of times you're going to hear Eric Vale. Yeah. You know? So. And also, too, guys, you know, you put the work in. Who knows what opportunities can go ahead and, and, you know, be presented your way? You don't know. But, uh, but yeah, guys. And that's what that's another thing, too, we talked about. It's like, man, you know, we have our friends here who are so freaking creative. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, that's awesome. You know, Eddie's saying, I'm close to 200 subs and I already have more than one year on YouTube. And it takes time. It t- exactly, you of know? Of course, like, yeah. That's what We're it is. We're almost two years uh, and we have around 400-something followers. So, yeah, it definitely takes time. 
Definitely. Yeah, don't give up. Thank you. Thank you for the supportive words, guys. Wow. Everyone in here is just so humble and so knowledgeable and so wise. Yeah. And so, Love like, loving. All right, guys. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Now, yeah. Actually, while you close out, uh, I really have to pee. Okay. So go ahead and start the closing out. I will. I'll come um, in because I have some news on Pandemia. Awesome. But yeah, guys, uh, yeah, big episode. Uh, we talked about a lot. We learned about a lot. Um, we're going to be go ahead and continue on with the story and learning more. Uh, but yeah, fun episode, guys. Um, we're going to go ahead and finally get to a close after doing this for over two and a half hours. <laughs> we know it's going to be, we know that it's very late for, for some of you. But, um, but yeah, guys, it wraps up another episode. We'll continue on focusing on the rest of season three, episode three. We'll finish that up next week, guys. Um, remember, guys, go ahead and follow along. Follow us at Attack to Talk podcast on Instagram for all your updates. You guys know that we upload the episodes every Friday. So check the, the link tree over on the Instagram. Go ahead and uh, see all the different platforms that we're on. As we mentioned earlier, go check out that YouTube channel, guys. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't uh, because Nate has been putting in some serious work on the YouTube channel. Um, and, uh, yeah, guys, make sure you guys go ahead and support Nate as well. Nate, he is uh, – Nate Plays Bad is his name over on Twitch, on YouTube. Go uh, support him, guys. Check out his uh, streams and, and uh, you know, he's uh, been putting in that work also, guys, over on his channel. So go ahead and support him. Uh, we appreciate all of the work that you do uh, for this podcast, Nate. Again, man, just so freaking thankful. And the, a big reason of why uh, the quality of this podcast is what it is is because of you, man. Really, like, all of the credit goes to you. You know, I was like, Nate, I have this idea, man. Can you go ahead and help me with it? And he's like, yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. What do I need? And Nate has just been there, man, just consistently. And I'm just so thankful for you, Nate. So thank you so much for that, man. Uh, so go support him. Again, guys, that is at Nate Plays Bad. You guys will see it at the end of this episode because uh, if you guys stick around for that end, uh, Nate will go ahead and he'll have his awesome little, um, his name and his character, which I love seeing. So uh, shout out to you, Nate. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, just in time, we're going to go talk about some merch. Uh, <laughs> remember, guys, over in the link tree, we have a link that will send you to that Fan- Fandomian store. Um, yeah, so... We've talked about it, guys, uh, for every podcast episode pretty much. We're Fandomian, man. They just have so much freaking stuff for you to go ahead and look at. And then uh, you, you guys see something you like, uh, we have a way for you guys to get a discount. Uh, that is a promo code, Lex, L-E-X, 10%, right? Still 10%? Yes, 10%. 10% off your discount. 10% uh, uh, during non-holidays. But when it's around like Christmas and New Year's, it's around 15%. Okay, awesome. So 10% off of your uh, your order. And uh, Lexi says she has an update for Fandomian. Yes, so they update? actually just contacted me a, a couple, well, not a couple, more hours ago now. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, earlier today, they actually contacted me say, uh, showing me a few photos of their new merch. And they, they do such a good job of letting, I'm not. I'm sure it's not just me, I'm sure it's other, you know, uh, people that they have helping them out with with codes and everything too and promoting them. But they do such a good job at their communication with letting us know um when there is new merch available so that yeah. we can let you guys know like again Fandomian so a is ahead of the game yeah Fandomian is is again they're very much for for you guys for the for for the viewers and everything and for so obviously they'll let me know so I can let you guys know um a lot of the merch that they've been releasing recently has been more like um just just fashion not really anything that's based on anime or pop culture but more just fashion based more more 
alternative merch and everything but they do let me know whenever there is anything anime related and they did just release a really cool looking new one piece t-shirt really that i might have to show you yeah definitely show me um but might. yeah definitely um yeah they let me know and i of course be like yeah i'll let my viewers know immediately you know whatever you guys are are uh i'll here it is Ooh. that's that's their newest one piece merch okay like it and uh some of them other stuff uh if you want to look at the other photos in there too that's just what they've sent me um yeah they got some new t-shirts new hoodies new stuff oh, out gotcha. and yeah and yeah if you want to buy some stuff for the upcoming it's going to start finally getting warmish again <laughs> now that spring is is starting to to actually now that now that winter's starting to end so go go get your guys some t-shirts and check all that out yeah yeah, that's that's my update. Check out Fandomian. Use code Lex for ten percent off. Thank you. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Lex. Um, yeah, guys, go ahead and check out Fandomian. Remember that link is in our link tree. Click that link; it'll send you straight to their online store. You guys will be able to use that promo code. That promo code is L E X. Um, and thank you so much again, Lex, for the update. Another one of the recent hoodies. The Death Note. That's the one you were talking about. Yeah, the one I was talking about yeah. last. No, two. Nope, last week. Yeah. Yeah, last week about their new Death Note hoodie and everything. And if you guys want to see, you guys are going to have to go check out Fandomian. Mm -hmm. But they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah, guys. So Fandomian and also there's uh, Instagram Anime Crunch for you to check out. And uh, damn, yeah, that's that pretty cool. I was going to say, I think you would like this. Yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> You're like, anyways, I might have to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go check um, them out, guys. But yeah, guys, uh, so another um, another way for some merch, guys, is uh, check out Anime Crunch on Instagram. You click their link, guys, uh, they'll have, or you click, you go to their Instagram profile. There's a link for you guys to use. You guys go ahead and browse through their online store. Uh, go check out Anime Crunch. Go check out Fandomian. Um, we want to give a shout out to some creative people, guys. You know, we've already talked about our friends here. You know, Eddie's got his, his uh, YouTube channel. Um, he's also very artistic. Um, you know, YouTube channel is his name, Eddie Hinston. Um, and then he has uh, art that he goes and he uh, he goes and he um, has available that he for you know he just has available for us to go ahead and see guys over on his Instagram, which is Art Dewan. Um, go support Eddie. Uh, Eddie, we appreciate you you being so creative, man, and just going and and you know being artistic with with drawing up some art, also with creating content. As I as we talked about it, bro, just keep keep doing your thing man you know you're aware that it takes time and uh yeah man we appreciate uh just all the hard work that you're putting into um your content so make sure you guys go ahead and support eddie uh check out his stuff again that's at his youtube channel eddie hinston and uh he also has his art available at art dewan check that out guys and then uh another friend of the show we have marco who uh marco has his instagram as well mm -hmm. right lex yes What's his instagram at it's uh, his name, Marco Mamone, except yeah. the first O is zero. So M-A-R-C zero, M-A-M-O-N-E. Yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, Geeky Statues is no longer called Geeky Statues on Instagram. Really? So that's why the link wasn't working. That makes mm -hmm. so much sense. Uh, they are now called Collector Sesh. Okay. What, so what Collector about, underscore sesh. What about Anime Crunch, though? Uh, sorry, not Geeky Statues. My bad. Geeky Statues is still Geeky Statues. Yeah. Anime Crunch is no longer Anime Crunch. Okay. That's why the link was Okay, working. gotcha. Sorry, I got the usernames confused. Yeah, so Geeky Statues is still 
It's same old thing. Uh, they're still that same username. But Anime Crunch 24 is no longer Anime Crunch 24. They are now Collector Sesh, which is Collector underscore Sesh. Just normally spelled like that. Because I just tried to look them up right now. And there is an Anime Crunch private uh, account. Mm-hmm. But their link to their store doesn't work. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So there's something wrong on their end with their link. So I'm assuming that they just made this whole new. Okay, very cool. Um, so, Lexi, do yeah. you think you'd be able to go ahead and update that link tree then? Yeah, I can totally do that update Thank to you. Collector Sesh. Yeah. Figured it out, guys. Awesome. So yeah, guys, Collector Sesh. That is Collector underscore Sesh. Um, Thank you so much for that update, Lex. Yeah, yeah. Sorry it was a little late, but now you guys know. <laughs> it's better late than never. Yeah. Also want to say Marco, miss you, my friend. Hope you're doing yeah. well. Know that miss you're in you, your Marco. awesome relationship, man. Um, yeah. But I'm we so miss happy. you over here, man. We miss you. Mm. Intr- go, introduce uh, us. Introduce us. <laughs> yeah. Go check out Marco's uh, art at his uh, at his Instagram. Yes. Go check out um, another form of way to go and check out some art, guys, is that in our link tree available is a, a link to go uh, check out uh, Caesar, who is an awesome creative artist. Um, his Instagram is at Art of Caesar. Check them out, guys. But if you're interested in some art, uh, in our link tree, we have a link for you, guys, for you guys to use that'll send you to his Etsy store. And then you guys can go ahead and look at his art. And if you like it, hey, it's right there for, for you guys to go ahead and purchase. Um, yeah, he has some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, go give it a look, guys. You guys might like it. So shout out to our creative friends. Um, shout out to the day ones, man. The Levi squad. We love yeah. you guys so much. And shout out to all of the support that we get. Um, it means a lot. I mean, we talk about it every episode, but it really does. Um, so thank you so much for this continuous support. Um, spread the word, guys, because you guys know the more, the merrier. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the ones that are spreading the word. Um, remember, guys, look out for future Spotify Q&As. We also do, I mean, for future Spotify, uh, well, we just do the polls on Spotify, but we also do yeah. the polls also over on uh, on, on Instagram. So. Yeah. Yeah, and Instagram guys. is where we review them yeah. in the episodes. So. so keep a lookout for the Q and A's and the polls over on, on Instagram. Again, that is at Tactic Talk Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys know how much we love getting the feedback from there. So uh, we hope that you guys continue uh, sharing the knowledge. So um, I think it's time, guys, to go ahead and get to a close here. Mm-hmm. You guys know how much Tactic Talk loves you guys. Um, yeah, so cool, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys. We've, we been, we've gone on and on for like an hour about how much we appreciate yeah, you guys and we hope what that the journey guys, that this has been and that this will continue to be. Definitely. You know, it's a, it's a journey for sure. Um, but we love you guys. We hope that you guys have a good week. Right. We'll see you guys back here next weekend. Um, Sunday. Seven o'clock is the time we've been usually doing. But remember, get all your updates over on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um spread the love and positivity you guys keep working hard as we mentioned um and uh i'm aj signing off love you guys and i'll see you guys next week yeah bye guys be safe um hope to see you guys next week bye